talk live. I'd like to move this way, please. We're playing audio of a uh, video that was just released here this afternoon. Very disturbing. It's available at freekeen.com. It's of our Tuesday night co-host, Derek J. So I'm just biking. Just biking to the grocery store. I hate it when radio shows put uh, uh, sirens on the air. Um, you know, the fact is there are people looking around right now. Well, in this cars. is, you know, we're talking about it, so it's okay, Mark. Anyway, this is video of uh, what happened to Derek J this afternoon. Uh, Excuse me, now would you leave me alone? I would like to be left. Hey, you just, you just assaulted me. He has knocked off his bike. What are you doing? What are you doing? And then allegedly hit by the police officer at least once. Now, you can see the video yourself over at uh, freekeen.com. It's pretty disturbing. Um, I'd call it disturbing. Derek J. is not a violent person, and he's not a dangerous person. And this particular police officer, you know, everybody knows, we live in Keene, New Hampshire. It's a small town. There's 23,000 people that live here. The police department is no larger than 50 people in total, and that includes you know, the people that work in the, the back office. They pretty much know all the free keeners, and the free keeners pretty much know all of them. We don't know all they, the police officers, but yeah, they certainly know who Derek J is. I don't think they know all the free keeners, per se, because they'd probably consider me being on the show and having Ladies and Keen Radio to be a free keener, but mm-hmm. they don't know... That, who I am? Yeah, at you all. don't get involved in the uh, um, activism in the same way. Well, they may have a they may have a profile for you, but they they certainly know who Derek J is, and they've been looking for Derek J uh, to serve him with a no trespass order for all of the Keene School District, which is the same order that I was served with a couple of weeks ago. Kelly Voluntarist, one of our other bloggers at freekeen.com, was also served uh, with the same order, and so today. You guys have been playing hide-and-seek with the cops for, for weeks at this no, point. No, I, I haven't been playing hide-and-seek with them. Well, they but, come to the door, they knock on the door, you won't answer the door, you close well, the blinds. Well, it's generally a good idea not to answer the door when the police yeah. come, come for you. They're usually not coming for any good reason. That's what you should do. Right. I um, don't so, know that that's always true. Well, I, I wasn't hiding from them. I was out doing school outreach today, as was Derek, as was Kelly, and we were at the high school, and one of the police officers uh, came out and served Derek with the no trespass order. And it went fine. You know, it was peaceful. The officer was not nasty about it or anything like that. In fact, we had a nice conversation with him. And then uh, less than an hour later, Derek J. got on his bicycle and went out to take care of some business at court. He had to turn some papers in for his upcoming trial for the dance party thing that we talked about earlier this week with him on Tuesday night. And he was coming back from the courthouse uh, when he was assaulted and apparently attacked. A, a police officer pulled up behind him with his siren and his lights going. Correct. And when I, I think that, you know, Derek's probably been in the United States long enough to know that the social convention behind that, and it's a strong one, is that when a police officer comes behind you with your with his lights and sirens on that you pull over. And he refused well, I don't know. to maybe, pull over. Maybe he thought that's only the case if you're in a car. I mean, he was on his bicycle. Really? Come on. Oh, when the cop pulled up next to him and pointed to the side of the road and told him to pull over? Like, did, I didn't hear no him indication. say anything. I, you did know, you see him to, point? You couldn't hear anything. Right, there was a siren going, blaring. so the audio isn't that great. But did you see him pointing? It's hard to tell. But Come on, like Ian, don't act like a complete moron. Derek refused to pull over, and he's lucky he didn't get a bullet in the back What of obligation it. do you have to pull over just because some guy From a moral standpoint? 
right, the only so, obligation you have is to your life and to your friends. You know what yeah. can happen if you don't. Right. So are you defending what the cops did in this, in this Do case? I sound like I'm convinced? I don't know. Him? I'm just I'm only convinc- uh, defending good sense. I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm surprised or befuddled over what was going on, um, that he was assaulted or anything like that. Um, you're just, I'm surprised you, you because from, I think that the cops should uh, remain peaceful unless they're being attacked. Okay, this so cop I'd ask attacked you this. Derek J. He so, attacked him. You the, didn't see it happen. I was sitting here in the LRN.FM studio and I heard the siren coming down the street and I thought it sounds like an ambulance or something like that. That and I'm looking. I'm sure, waiting. Are supposed to get your attention. Waiting to see what's going to happen, and I see Derek, and then I see this cop literally pull up on uh, the side of the road in the neighbor's yard. Uh-huh. Uh, he swings his door open, knocks Derek off of his bicycle, and sticks. Uh, he then sticks his. Uh, this part I didn't see, but it's apparently what happened. He sticks his baton in between the spokes. Cops still of his, carry batons. I mean, I'm just stunned by this. Yeah, he's got a baton. He sticks it in between the spokes of the the wheel, and uh, therefore stopping Derek from going uh, any further. They're knocking him off of his bike. He then jumps on him on the ground, and I thought I saw him strike Derek, but I'm not positive on that. According to Derek, he was struck by this particular officer. This is all completely unnecessary. Just because he hasn't pulled over for your little well, car, he did doesn't run. Mean wait, that you, wait, wait, wait. He ran alongside the bike, trying to get Derek to get off of the bike. Maybe he could have waited I mean, until he got off of the bike. Well, look, when Mark, look, I don't know about you, but when pullover. I've been pulled over, when I've been pulled over by the police, I've been able to go until I'm ready to pull over. Wait, and then this pull video over. went on for seconds. This this wasn't it. Wasn't like he flipped on his sirens and lights and then just jumped what's out. The, what's the longest amount of time you've ever uh, gone between a cop puts their lights on and you've pulled over? I give an indication as to what's going on. Like, I'll turn on my hazards or something like that. I was on a bridge one time. I didn't want to pull over to the side of the bridge, so I gave, uh, you know, I, I pulled over right. to, to sort of a little bit to the side of the lane, turned on my hazards. The police officer knew what was going on. Now, he lost jurisdiction at the bridge, so he didn't want me to do that, so I ended up having to pull over because he turned on his siren, made it very clear that he wanted me to pull over then. But when he escalated the situation, I realized, he, you know, what he wanted, and I pulled over. Derek knew what this guy wanted. Okay, if Derek really wanted to flee the scene of trying to get pulled over, he was on a bike. He could have easily run through someone's mm-hmm. backyard. If he was trying to get away from the sure. police officer, he could have easily done that. He, like, I don't know how you can say that he wasn't going to get off his bike. Oh, I, I w- obviously he's going to get off his bike at some point. But well, when right. He was going to get off his bike in another sure. 50 feet when he got home. Well, I don't know if the police officer could possibly know that. How can the police... Wait you don't think they know where Derek J lives? Wait a second, man. Are you, You're telling me that Derek doesn't know what it means when a cop's behind him with his lights on, but somehow you're you ju- the cop, I'm supposed to jump to the conclusion the cop knows Calm where the Derek's down. going. I didn't tell you that. That's what you were acting like. I said it's possible someone may not know if, that's, if they're on a bicycle. I don't know what Derek knows, but I do know that I've been... When I I was pulled over in Florida once, the only time I was ever, well, once or twice, that I was pulled over in Florida. Uh, I did not want to be one of those people that gets pulled over in the right lane of a two-lane road and blocks a bunch of traffic. Mm -hmm. So I figured, all right, well, I'm going slow here. You know, clearly he knows I'm not going to run. I'm not running from him. I was going slow, and I kept, you know, kept going to, I could get to, I was trying to get to a parking lot, but then the cop got impatient, because that's how they are, and he he kind of came right up on me, like tailgated me, basically, and I could tell he really was getting, you know, pissed off. So I, I just kept going until I got to a side street, and I turned down the side street, and uh, and that's where I parked. So there's no reason why uh, you know the, the cop didn't need to ram me. I wasn't 
trying to evade him. If I was trying to evade him, I would have been speeding up, right? And so the cop didn't ram me. In this case, he was rammed. I mean, this cop literally attacked Derek J on the side of the road, and he's on a bicycle. He wouldn't ram him with his car. He he hit him with a car door. If the That's cop- an attack, Mark. Oh, you hit just, somebody with your car ram. door. He rammed him with his car door. Right. He uh, he knocked him off of his bicycle, and it's all completely unnecessary. He could have just followed him down the road until he got off his bicycle. Why? What, couldn't we not just have a little bit of patience here? Do you really need to serve him in that instant? Can you not just wait and see what this person's going to do and not just go on the all-out assault? This is crazy. Look, these guys have dealt with uh, Free Keeners and Derek in a great deal of instances, and there's no indication that they have that you guys are going to comply at any point. And there's no indication that anyone's going to be violent or there's any reason that anyone in Free Key needs to be locked away right. from that society. Doesn't, that doesn't justify escalating to violence. It doesn't. Uh, what's he supposed to do? Just stay behind Are you justifying next... it? I'm asking you, you a question. What's he supposed to do? You put yourself in this Wait. officer's... Listen to me. Put I yourself... told you. At... Just follow him with your lights and sirens on for the next hour hour i'm just he was following him for 30 seconds it it was about that i mean he tried to get the guy to pull over he wouldn't pull over he was at a bicycle so you wait and see what happens i am thankful Derek got to a place where his friends could see him come out and videotape the interaction than having pull off to just just down the road where no one would have caught this the video's up at freekeen.com Look, Mark, I get what you're saying. You think he should have pulled over, and I understand that. Maybe it would have prevented him from freaking out, the, the cop from losing his cool and getting violent. But that doesn't exclude, it doesn't excuse the cop from losing his cool and getting violent with him. There was no reason to knock this man off his bike. There was no reason to hit him when he was on the ground. He was not hurting this cop. He was not threatening the cop in any way. More coming up here. These should be peace officers, not mindless robots. It's Free Talk Live. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves by dialing in toll-free at 855-453. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com and enjoy the various features that await you there. Once again, that's freetalklive.com. Here with you tonight, it's Ian. Allie. And Mark. And you can join us again over at freetalklive.com where we've got uh, archives that go all the way back to late 2006. And they're all completely free at freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live is brought to you by SACL CAI. You want to get uh, collections done and have them done with respect? Get in touch with SACL CAI. They'll take care of it for you. Take it out of your hands because uh, really, you know, if I were you, I wouldn't want to be dealing with that crap either collections man that's uh, that's terrible and it's great if you can do collections and keep your customers down the line too so you can keep doing business with them and SACL can help you do that they have the best equipment money can buy and they do collections early out billing and they even purchase uh, purchase charged off receivables they know how to treat your customer uh, because it reflects on you and so go to SACL CAI's website through their banner right at the top of freetalklive.com's banner column we started out the show with some audio from uh, a very disturbing video that is available online at uh, freekeen.com. It is the top story on the page right now. There's, there's a much more comprehensive video being put together. 
Yeah, this is uh, this happened today. But yeah, this, this afternoon or this morning? This afternoon, approximately 3 o'clock Eastern time uh, is when this went down. So we've got several video cameras that were on the scene. Thankfully, it happened uh, right out uh, nearby the LRN.FM studios. Uh, and so there were a number of activists uh, around to, to see this happen. And uh, I saw this going down. I grabbed my camera. And unfortunately, I had neglected to wipe out the video card that were the ca- the card that was in my camera so i was unable to record right out the gate mm. uh but thankfully there were at least three other cameras that were were on the scene at that time so it took me like a minute or two to actually go and i had to format the card and make it so i could start recording on my camera um and but that's what's nice about having multiple activists around if somebody has a technical malfunction you've got another two or three cameras right there that are already rolling and they've got the they've got the footage that that you might have missed so i was very i'm so grateful to be here uh around other people that that care it was interesting at one point uh there was a, a woman who because this cop as you heard in the video had his sirens blaring uh the entire time and it was very very loud uh when when you're actually there in person uh and you know we're trying to tell this cop hey can you turn that off i'm sure my neighbors don't appreciate the fact that you're blaring a siren in the middle of the afternoon here uh, in the middle of a, a residential area. In fact, all of the neighbors had come out on their front yards. And their- That's kind of what the you know reasonable result is, right? Right. And uh, there's one neighbor from a couple houses down that uh, took umbrage with us holding the trying to hold these police accountable. And she asked a demo from CopLock.org if he was a cop because uh, he was asking the police questions, as were a number of us. Like, well, first and foremost, what are you arresting our friend for? Which they refused to answer. Uh, they also refused to, one of the cops refused to identify himself, etc., and so Adamo was asking questions, and this woman uh, from down the street uh, asks him, are you a cop? And he says, no. Uh, and she says, well, why do you care? And we told her, well, because it's, it's our friend. They're, they hurt our friend. Why wouldn't we care about that? Like she, she couldn't understand why we would care about someone being arrested. Abdicating guess, whatever responsibility she has as a citizen. Because cops right. are supposed to have uh, be imbued with this arrest power. This badge is this uh, symbol that, the, that's, uh, that the, the community gives this person in order to use their lawful, uh, you know, their, their lawful right to use force against other people. Well, right. And the idea is uh, the, the mentality I think that woman was coming from. Obviously, I don't know for sure. I didn't get to, no one got to interview her. But I think the mentality she's coming from is that, well, if the police are arrested, someone they must have a reason it must be okay just because they have a reason doesn't make it good all right but you know the presumption being that the police arresting somebody it's a good thing that must be a bad person because they would only arrest criminals and all criminals are bad this is the mindset right Mm. i I, i've had that happen to me before when i've um videotaped some police arresting someone and yeah i had people come out and say like don't do that or i think that they felt like it was an invasion of the person getting arrested their privacy or something because getting arrested is could for a lot of people embarrassing embarrassing. so that's why i always ask people before i'll record a scene if i can i mean if they're beating on somebody that's a that's another i'm not going to ask in that case but if somebody gets pulled over and i'm nearby i will always go up and i will talk to that person they're usually sitting in their car and the cop goes up cop comes up cop goes away to their car as soon as the cop goes away i'll usually walk up and i'll say hey do you want someone to keep an eye on this i've seen cops yell at people for talking you know they pull someone over and then they go back mm-hmm. to their car to run their um oh they can yell get, at me if they want it's fine you know they I'm, just I'm they don't it. like it when other people get involved, involved in their investigation anyway, around right. here i've never had that happen to they me should, you know if, if you're going to do anything peek from behind the curtain at what they're doing and that's all you're really allowed to do well i don't do that mark i'll walk right up to the I know, car but i'm just saying that that's what that's that's generally how the law law enforcement feels about a, a stop and around here what, they're to used some to some extent it. people 
tend to just sort of accept that and expect that that's right. I mean, you know, I think that it's every citizen's right to film an arrest, whether or not the person being arrested wants it to happen or whether or not the police officer wants it to happen. True, but I don't want to offend somebody, so I always ask permission first. Let's go to the phones. I'll give you more about what's happening with Derek J. in a moment. He's sitting in a jail cell as we speak. Let's go first, though, to Brian listening in Oklahoma City. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. Go ahead, Brian. It's on your mind tonight. I was listening to NPR today, and there was a and um, the thing they said about the State Department and uh, Facebook and Twitter are doing like this global snitch network, uh, spy on your neighbor test, where you find the suspect and uh, a five thousand dollar reward and. I don't know if you guys. I have heard to say, about what it. you're saying is a little disjointed. I'm not sure what you're. Yeah, I'm not sure at. what you're referring to. Yeah. Oh, like on CNET, there's a global manhunt will leverage social media to find suspect, and it's like a test of how they can use um, Twitter and Facebook uh, for like a, a manhunt. Well, I would and, say that if you are a, a wanted person, you shouldn't log on to uh, Facebook. <laughs> that's not a good idea. If that's what you're well, saying, no, you're saying that they're going to use they're going to use Facebook to track somebody down. Uh, yeah, not by you know turning in your friends on Facebook, but like by IP address trying and to take, trying to take pictures of people on the street or something, or because yeah, I don't really understand by communicating with each other on Facebook. Like, yeah, I seen the guy over there and. And you got to get all five pictures. You're saying there, there's like some sort of a little game that they're they're playing on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, where everyone tries to find these fugitives. So it's like, like in real cities, crowdsourcing like a manhunt. Is it crowdsourcing a manhunt kind of thing? Yeah, huh. oh, that's a little disturbing. Yeah, well, we'll see how it goes. It's, it's just like a test, kind gotcha. of. Gotcha. Disturbing. Well, Indeed. one thing's for sure that uh, these websites are more than happy to assist the government in whatever way they want. Uh, they'll roll right over and uh, turn over whatever information they, they can on you. And as you're saying here, it sounds like they're trying to get the users involved, which isn't a surprise. Something they did over in uh, Great Britain, actually, where they have all these cameras set up. They don't have enough people to watch them. So they uh, they have invited the sort of busybody types, uh, the, the average bored citizens, bored housewives or old ladies or whatever, Whoever. people peeking out their windows, uh, to hop on this we- this video website where the video cameras that they have all around uh, all around Great Britain are piped in and you can essentially keep an eye on your neighbors and it's, it's completely unpaid although you're saying they're involved they're involving some sort of a cash prize Brian thanks for the heads up appreciate the call 855-450-free that's the SACL CAI toll free line it's the SACL CAI toll free line 855 855- 450 free, and this is Free Talk Live. We'll give you more information on Derek J here in a moment. You can see the video of his arrest uh, and uh, knocking off his bike and, and beating at freekeen.com. More com- Become a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 per month. You'll get perks and you'll help us free more minds worldwide. Visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free, bring up whatever you want. The number is 855-453. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. Join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site, so enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com. 
gmail.com. And those features include the Shrine of Female Listeners, dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send in their validated photo or video showing that they are listeners of this program. Head over to shrine.freetalklive.com. That's shrine.freetalklive.com. You can see that. And if you're a lady listener, you can get details on how to become part of the Shrine. Shrine.freetalklive.com. Any time of the year, some kind of natural disaster can strike. It's good, especially if you have a family, to have some kind of energy backup system. A great idea is a solar backup system. You can take offline several appliances, you know, things you need, like a well pump or freezer, refrigerator, these kind of things. You can take them completely offline so that the solar backup system is constantly repaying for itself by producing energy all the time rather than your average generator, which just sits in the shed gathering dust until you need it. Go check it out at freetalklivesolar.com, the SG-1. It's a great system, and it's expandable. It can handle expansions from all different types, not just solar, but hydro or whatever you want to come up with. It's solar.freetalklive.com. All right, we continue. To Excuse me. Calls. I'm sorry. I said it wrong. Uh, freetalklivesolar.com. Okay. Uh, so let's continue here with your calls and then more on what's going on with Derek J., our co-host from Tuesday nights who is sitting in a jail cell as we speak. Hassan is listening in New York City. Hassan, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello there. Hello. Hey, Hassan. I'd like to talk about how taking down the root DNS servers will be extremely difficult. And furthermore, if they were to actually go down, it would have very little impact on most Internet users. You're talking about the threat from uh, the alleged threat from Anonymous uh, saying they're going to take down the Internet tomorrow on Saturday the 31st. Uh, You're saying it's not going to be an easy task. Yeah, it's nearly impossible. Basically, like while there are 13 root, there are so-called 13 root DNS servers, it's actually 13 IP addresses, but there are actually like hundreds of servers that are actually supporting those 13 IPs. DNS uses a technology called Anycast, which means that you, when you go to the IP address, you get routed to the server that's geographically closest to you. So that means an attack to take down the full root DNS server farm will have to be carried out geographically close to every single server that's supporting that entire system. Mm-hmm. Well, Anonymous and does have a lot of supporters. That, I mean, they do have a they do yeah, have people that are that, geographically across the globe. It would take a lot of people with a lot of bandwidth across the globe. Yeah, and on top of that, most DNS servers that actual like most that the average user will use, it's usually from the i i like their ISP or from Open DNS, mm-hmm. and they basically cache their data from the root servers. So the majority of the websites that are on the Internet now rarely change their IP address. So if you right. take down the root servers, the, the other DNS servers will fall back and basically take care of that traffic as long as they don't update so, their IP address. So let me ask you this. Um, I'm, I'm, gonna come, I'm coming from the standpoint of not understanding too much. So... Um, you're saying that I would imagine that ninety percent of web traffic probably is on you know this handful, this relative handful, um, uh, you know of of sites. Probably one percent of the sites on the internet handle ninety percent of the web traffic. Um, so those sites are probably are cached by the ISPs. all of the sites. Every every site's uh, DNS entry is being cached by your local internet service provider. And so every time you, you ask for a website, every time you put in freetalklive.com, it's not going to one of the root servers to get that information. It's going to your local internet service provider 
to re- retrieve that information. Taking down the root servers would simply mean that if we, for instance, were in the process of changing our IP address, then we'd be screwed because then we wouldn't be able to have that information propagate out properly to all the different Internet service providers out there. Does that make sense? I think so. So what you're saying is even and if they were successful the at this very difficult task of taking down the root servers, that it ultimately wouldn't disturb the entire Internet. Most people, For most people, it would be transparent. They wouldn't even know it was happening. Yeah, they wouldn't know it was happening. And on top of that, like, there is one way. If you hold the servers down long enough, then the DNS records would eventually expire. But that could mean days or, like, hours or days they'll have to hold all of the root servers down. And that's extremely difficult, especially with servers with that kind of massive bandwidth. It'll be like taking down hundreds of Google do you know that uh, – do you think this is all a big April Fool's prank, like that, it, that the whole thing was just not even going to happen? That Just a way to get people to talk about Anonymous without Anonymous have, actually having to do something? Pretty much. It, it's, it's highly likely that it's a hoax because, like, the argument that they created to support their plan has, like, a lot of technical flaws in it, and that's highly unlike Anonymous. So you think this wasn't even anonymous doing a joke, that this was somebody claiming to be anonymous and that it wasn't coming through anonymous official channels? Like, official it channels. seems likely that that's what's happened because, like, it's very, like, it's very unlikely that an attack like that can work and it lacks, like, technical details and has inherent flaws that anonymous isn't really known for. Do you think it's going to hurt Anonymous's cred, um, its its internet street cred, as it were? I don't think that's possible. It most likely won't. No? Okay. Hassan, thanks for the expertise tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. Anything else you want to share? Um, no, that's pretty much it. Thanks for the call, man. 855-453. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. Uh, so that's interesting because it kind of makes sense. I, I guess I never really made the connection that if they were to take down these root servers that ultimately really not much would would be disturbed because all of the uh, DNS is cached on your local Internet service provider. I don't understand why they'd want to shut down the entire Internet anyway. As a show of strength, I suppose, a show of uh, how that'd be a show of strength uh, for for sure. Yeah. yeah, but that would hurt, that would hurt everyone, right? Which is not like anonymous, which is why some people are questioning whether this was even them that did this. In fact, there was some uh, news recently about an anonymous operating system that was uh, supposedly released, but turns out that it was all a hoax and it had nothing to do with anonymous. That somebody else put it out there <laughs> and uh, you know said this, that it was anonymous that that did it. So, but guess, anonymous really can't say that they didn't do something. I mean, you know, who who are they? Well, right, well, how but, does one get one's uh, anonymous merit badge? I don't know, Mark. That's a good question. I just, I, you know, I mean, they are sort of what they are is a collection of individuals, uh, radical individualists uh, to some extent that, you know, <laughs> how can you say that somebody isn't anonymous? I don't know if I would say they are individualists. I, I think they're pro- probably a bunch of people of different. They're internet uh, freedom advocates. There. I would say that's probably true. Yeah. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Clowns and activists? So I mean, to get right... I, don't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say they're clowns. I think oh, they're they pretty serious. Seem, they seem, oh, they seem, seem like they don't mind having a little fun on the internet, too. I'd be too nervous to call them clowns. Yeah, they, but their fun is... Lulz? Sec? Come on. It's, they're doing it for the lulz, Mark. Right. And that, they're not, <laughs> they're not uh, clowns, then? No, no. I think that they're, uh, they're doing very serious things. Clowns do silly things. 
and the anonymous folks are very serious. Like they're taking down the Department of Justice, they're taking down the FBI, they're taking down Visa, Mastercard, PayPal. I mean, these guys—that's not clowning around. That's serious. They—they right. they may be en- enjoying themselves. Define it any way you I want. I think they are enjoying doing it as they should because it's—it's it's quite the—it's quite the accomplishment to take these agencies offline. So Don't they try to do it so it's justice based. Like if there's been some injustice, they right. try to. I don't know, get back at the person for it? Yeah, that's uh, the generally it. Yeah, exactly. For instance, they're you know defending uh, Wikipedia, or not Wikipedia, but uh, WikiLeaks, etc. Uh, 855-450-FREE is the toll-free number. And speaking of justice, uh, hoping our friend Derek Freeman, uh, Derek J, is going to get justice here, but it's probably unlikely, considering the justice system's a huge joke. Uh, but he is currently sitting in a jail cell as we speak. We'll give you an update on what's going on with his case, why he's in jail, uh, when you know when is he going to get out, what's going on. 855-450-FREE is a toll-free number. The video of his uh, violent arrest is available uh, up at freekeen.com. That's freekeen.com. You can see it there. It's the top video on the page at the moment. A more comprehensive video showing what happened afterwards uh, is going to be available soon. I know they're working on that right now. Uh, 855-450-FREE. It's Free Talk Live. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office products, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Shop.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, get a great deal, and a portion of your purchase goes to benefit Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon via shop.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up whatever's on your mind toll-free at 855-453. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the various features that you'll find there. Once again, freetalklive.com. Here with you tonight, it's Ian, Allie, and Mark. All right. So a little bit more uh, on our friend Derek J, who normally hosts the show with us on Tuesday evenings, though this coming Tuesday we'll be lucky if he's here, because right now he's sitting in a jail cell, uh, yet uh, to be determined as to whether or not he will be arraigned, or when rather he will be arraigned, and even if he is arraigned, odds are good he's not going to be let out, because... He's got the weekend to go, that's for sure. Well, there... <laughs> The Keene Police Department was saying he might be arraigned tomorrow, which is very unusual if they were to call it. I don't know why they would call a judge in on a weekend to do one special arraignment. It seems unlikely that that's going to happen, but they suggested it was a possibility, uh, which reminds me, I, I should call them and follow up on that and see if that's uh, if that's like a for sure thing. Because if they're going to arraign him on a, on a weekend, it would be nice if it was public and they would open the doors so people could actually come in. Because normally that building is closed and locked. That's how and things are supposed to be, right? You can't get in. Um, so, you know, we'll certainly let you know about that as, uh, as things develop. But what the situation with Derek is, is he's facing multiple charges right now. I mean, he was arrested back in 2011, as we discussed with him in detail on Tuesday night, for holding a dance party at uh, the local Central Square Park here in Keene. And he's still facing those charges. So he's been out on bail on that. And on top of that, he was out on bail for the marijuana arrest, which he was arrested for shortly after that. And on top of that, he was out on bail for the trespass arrest, where he was arrested for going to the courthouse from which he's, he was banned. And now he's been arrested again. So what happens when you're arrested multiple times like this is the bail tends to get worse, 
each time. Sure. So uh, last time it was $1,000. This time it's $2,000. And I put it up for him last time because he came with me when I got arrested for trespass and it seemed like the right thing to do. He wanted to be bailed out. Some activists don't want to be bailed out, and I totally understand that. Nobody knows what he wants in this case because we haven't had a chance to uh, to ask him that question. Uh, but uh, you know, I can only go in so far, right? Like I've already put a thousand bucks on the line, and that's that's it's possible that'll be lost uh, at this point, which means Derek would owe me the thousand dollars if if they if they revoke his bail, if they basically say, "Well, you got arrested, so we're just going to take that thousand dollars." It's pretty dubious as to what Eric uh, Derek does for a living at this point. Well, I don't know. I don't get into his business. He does nope. something. He gets the rent paid. So, uh, so anyway, uh, so he doesn't he, seem to go to work every day. Well, I don't know, Mark. You know, I don't follow him around, so I don't know what he does, and it's none of my business. But uh, and not everybody has to have a job to make money. Right? It's true. I don't have job. You don't have a job. I have a job. No, you don't. You are you own your own business. Fine. It's not a job. You can define it whatever way you want. A job's where you have an employer who tells you what to do. As far as I'm concerned, my customers tell me what to do. I see where you're coming from, but it's still Good not point. a job. So um, anyway, Derek J., uh, you know, I don't want to get into a point where he's owing me a bunch of money because he's been bailed out. So at this point, he's sitting in uh, in jail awaiting tr- – he's awaiting trial. So uh, I don't know if they're going if, – if, you know, the judge is going to go ahead and be nice to him and let him out on PR, PR bail when the arraignment comes around or if he's just going to have to sit in jail till his trial, which I don't know if anyone's ever had to prepare for a trial while in jail, but it is not an it's easy thing. It's nearly impossible. Yeah, they have a, they have a, uh, a law library, so-called – we put quotes, air quotes around that uh, because it's just – a really crippled version of the New Hampshire statutes. They don't even have the full constitution in this so-called law library. <laughs> wow. That's funny. So it's a joke. It's not even like it's the constitution's long or anything. Right. It's a total joke. And so now he's going to be sitting in jail until further notice. I, I sure hope we see him sooner rather than later. But he was charged with disobeying an officer, resisting arrest, and finally contempt of court, which is uh, generally what you get charged if you get arrested while you're out on bail. Do you think they're picking on Derek or do you think what's happening to Derek is what would happen if, if you know, any old person had the same mentality about trying to be free? Because Derek sort of thinks about these things differently. Like, Mark, you were saying a n- normal person knows to pull over when the police come with their lights on. Derek knows to pull over. Well, he the thing is... He chooses to live free. Right. The choice. Well, yeah. Now it's a choice. You have to choose to live free if you don't want to. Sure. You know, just go along to get along, as Ian calls it. Um. So, so are they picking on Derek, or is this just something that would happen to anyone if they were to sort of, you know, ignore the silly laws and just abide by the non-aggression principle? That's a good question. I would say, um, if I had to, to make, if I had to jump to a conclusion, I would say that the police probably have a, a, a story, a narrative in their mind about the keen activists and who they are and what they believe and what they stand for. And they have, uh, you know, to some extent, a probably a short temper with that narrative. Um, as anybody who believes, you know, essentially the keen activists believe that this, the police should be done away with. Who wants that for themselves and their job? They believe what they do is important. Also, they have this uh, on police tend to have this on running narrative that the world hates us. You know, that they are this. I don't uh, know if it's that people think the police should be done away with. I think, you know, people that work as as a government worker, I don't want like teachers. I don't want their jobs to be done away with. I want them to be teaching on a consensual basis. But that doesn't That's mean the they way know that. They see it. Okay. That's all I'm saying. So they've got this on running narratives uh, you know, that, that go on in their head, and so their temper's probably somewhat shorter. How would the police react to a person on a bicycle who chose not to pull over in the span of, you know, say thirty to forty five seconds? Um, anybody else? 
I would say they probably would give them longer. They'd be somewhat shocked. They're, so, like, there's no shock when Derek doesn't pull over. There's they no expect him surprise. to. Right. It's, you know, no, no doubt that these people are going to be non-compliant. They've been non-compliant in the past. But, on the other hand, Derek J. has been treated with more violence than I've seen anyone treated in this area. As I've far never as seen anybody community. more non-compliant than Derek. He was pepper sprayed uh, a few months ago for not getting into a police car right away, for simply saying to the officer that he didn't want to get in the police car. He was pepper sprayed. I've seen people be more noncompliant than Derek. He doesn't make the cops carry him away or anything like that. And I've seen people being carried away by the police where the police were more gentle. I think that there's some level of homophobia going on here. And that these cops, uh, you know, they... Whether they'll admit it or not, uh, they're taking some sort of internal uh, issues they have with if that gay was the people case, out Why would Derek? this officer tackle Derek? And the claim is that he did they, tackle him. But then why would he if he was homophobic? Now, it, well, generally, homophobia is wrapped up with uh, bloodborne pathogens, uh, you know, phobia, which is a reasonable phobia. True. What? Uh, that's not true. I think that a lot of homophobia comes from being gay and not liking that side of yourself. Uh, okay. Or suppress suppressing that right. Uh, I mean, who side. who's like so afraid of other pe- a different you know someone else because of their sexual preferences? Unless it's reflecting somehow on themselves, right? And um, they don't like. How I've it dealt with feel. a lot of law enforcement officers, and my experience with them, what they have said, and it's been some time. The AIDS scare is is you know it's it's changed since the mid '90s when I had my most of my experience with law enforcement officers. But their biggest concern was bloodborne pathogens, being able to get gloves on when they're dealing with uh, people that they believed to have uh, AIDS or whatever. So th- that's that's what my belief is. Well, I think it has more to do with uh, you know speculation. The, yeah. You know? I think it has more to do with the idea that they are repressing something, as uh, as Ali says, and, and total so, speculation. So they would l- rather lash out at someone that exhibits those traits because they don't want to see them or they don't want to admit to to having some level of them within themselves. And so essentially, they're just hurting them. They're trying to hurt themselves by hurting hurting Derek. Right. Of. And it's not to suggest that, oh, all those police officers that are hurting Derek are just a bunch of flamers or something like that. No, no. Everyone, I mean, most people are a little gay. It's people that, you know, don't like that they have any kind of attraction to the same sex, that they just, you know, it bothers them, that doesn't fit their image of who they are, and so they you know, repress it, and then it comes out as violence. Right, because there's no reason... This is called the Kinsey scale, and it's uh, the the homosexual to heterosexual rating. I think it runs from zero to seven, or one to seven. Uh, I think it's zero to seven, and, you know, I guess uh, zero is a completely heterosexual, and uh, six, excuse me, I've just looked it up here, uh, meaning exclusively homosexual, so most people tend to fall somewhere between those numbers. So there's no excuse for the way they're behaving at all. In fact, an hour, less than an hour prior to Derek being attacked by this one officer, we were standing having a nice conversation with another one of the Keene police officers who had served Derek with the same papers that this other violent officer was trying to serve him with. And as the officer pointed out, if you... Of course, you, that officer didn't have that information, that clearly didn't have that information, that Derek had not been served I, with it. It doesn't matter to me. The officer who we were talking with earlier pointed out to us that if an officer approaches you on the street and tries to talk to you, you can tell him to go 
take a leak in his hat is essentially what he said in a little bit of a more vulgar terminology. Like, you don't have to talk to the cops when they try talking to you on the street. So Derek had just been told that not a half hour earlier, and then you have a cop pointing out his window, flashing sirens at him. He's just on his bicycle. I could totally understand why he he was like, well, I don't want to talk to this guy. I just want to go. I just want to go home. just want to be left alone. And if all they're trying to do is serve you with papers, they shouldn't have the ability to escalate that into into an attack. There's it's a, just service. There's there's difference between being in a motor vehicle and I mean every uh, you know this He's is not just, in a motor vehicle. He was on a bicycle. Sorry, the, uh, being in a vehicle and uh, being but on if foot. Derek were on foot and they said Derek, we're trying to serve you with papers. He could still supposedly keep walking. I, think they I would s- think they have to touch him with him or something. That's like that. the idea. That's what you see on TV, at least. That's that's as I understand it. If you know more, maybe your law enforcement officer, you can uh, shine some light on the idea of serving people with papers. Eight five five four fifty free. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. I know Keen PD wouldn't ask answer any questions about. Do you have a product or service that you can sell to a national audience? Free Talk Live is a nationally syndicated radio program on more than 100 radio stations coast to coast. We've been named Talkers Magazine's Heavy 100 list. That's the 100 most important radio talk shows in the nation thrice. And five times the best political podcast from podcastawards.com. You can have access to our more than 100 radio stations and our large and loyal podcast audience for less than $1,000 a month. Contact me, Mark, at freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. The toll-free number is 855-453. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site. They're completely free, so enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com. And, of course, here with you tonight, it is Ian. Allie. And Mark. We've been talking about our friend Derek J., who is currently sitting in a jail cell and will likely be sitting there all weekend long and maybe even beyond that due to him just not getting along with the local law enforcement officers here in the Keene, New Hampshire area. They do not like uh, activists, and they certainly don't like activists who continue riding their bicycle as the police officer puts on his blue lights and loud, obnoxious siren, disturbing absolutely everyone in the neighborhood at that, uh, that moment in time. And He's been in trouble with the law since the day he was born. I don't know if that's true, but he's certainly gotten the in mountains trouble. mountains might get him, but the law never will. He's certainly gotten in trouble a number of times since he's been here in King, New Hampshire. He's a very, very brave uh, young man, and he won the award for Activist of the Year of uh, of 2011, partly because he's he's just really courageous. And, uh, of course, the cops want to put a stop to, to him and do whatever they can to uh, to crack down. And so instead of just being patient and waiting for him to get off of his bicycle and then serving him with whatever papers they were going to serve him with, the cop knocks him off of his bike, sticks a uh, – he stuck his – what do you call it? Baton, expandable baton into the, the wheel of Derek's bike, which created – it made it impossible for him to continue on. He then fell off his, his bike or was pushed off or whatever. But then the officer jumps on him and we believe he hit Derek J. It's hard to tell from the video what uh, what goes on there. And I thought I saw him strike him as I was running up on the scene. A number of activists were on the scene and there are there's going to be a more comprehensive video that uh, that will be posted. Right now, uh, there is some information that has been released over at freekeen.com. Uh, 
Ali, your uh, partner at Ladies and Keen, Cecilia, has written up a report at ladiesandkeen.com. That is cited on the front page at freekeen.com right now. And also the address and fo- home phone number for the officer in question has been posted as well. Oh, boy. So if you would like to call uh, Mr. Finton Moore and his family and inform them of what their uh, father or, or husband uh, did today while he was at work, then you know that might be appreciated. Uh, we actually did go out to his house uh, just prior to the show tonight, uh, pro- approximately eight or nine activists uh, with signs that had been hastily made, which still looked pretty good considering how quick they were put together, uh, specifically addressing the the case in question here, standing out in front of his house. Lives in a very nice uh, neighborhood, a very nice house, got a boat out front, and you know, it looks like he does pretty well for himself as a law enforcement He's not just uh, an officer. officer, right? Like He's, got some he's kind just of an rank. officer, okay. I believe. I thought officers didn't get paid enough. He gets seems well. Maybe it's his wife, but he gets uh, somebody's getting paid pretty well uh, to live in this uh, this this nice house. And so we're out there with our signage, and they uh, I think it was Pete Air uh, Pete Air from Cop Block and Kelly from Free Keen went up to some of the neighbors' houses to knock on their doors and inform them of what their neighbor had been doing. What they have to say to that? None of them wanted to see the video. They were not interested hmm. uh, in that. Surprise! Uh, you know they believe their neighbor is a good man, and I believe that he is a good. You know I think he probably is a good neighbor, and and I used to think high, I used to think pretty highly of this particular officer in question because I've seen him. I've seen him take it easy with some people before where he could have done more to get some people in trouble, which is why I was surprised to see him lose it like like he did well, today. I'd ask you this. Now, would you say that it wouldn't be – it's not surprising that an officer would uh, you know, use force to stop a person who uh, you know, is, is, in a, is in a vehicle and refuses to stop, right? I think it's I think it's not right to do that. But no, it I, I didn't surprise ask, I, me. I didn't ask you whether or not you thought it was right. I no, mean, you, it wouldn't surprise you have me. A mor- you they have know a, they can use force and get away with you it. You have a moral belief that is uh, is is far from the mainstream. So um, well, no, my moral belief I don't think is that far from the mainstream. I think most people don't hurt other people. I think most people would expect a police officer to use some kind of force for a person who refuses to pull over. I think if you are refusing to pull over because you know you haven't harmed anyone or there's no reason, like if you've committed a crime then you should probably you probably know that you've committed a crime and if you know you haven't committed any real crimes then if you're avoiding getting pulled over and hassled then if they try to take if they force you to pull over and then arrest you then you should be vindicated well i see that i I see the point that should be I, i see the point that certainly people that put blue lights on their vehicles and run around don't have any more right to pull people over than anybody else i've got that point but I, I would like, you know, there's a there's a uh, societal belief that these people do have the right to pull you over and certainly an understanding that those people would likely use use force if you do not choose to. Uh, to and get it's pulled not over. right. Lifeguards and don't those people, force, I don't care force you right out of the water after they blow your their whistle on you. They don't force they you out of the well, water. Well, absolutely. Law, uh, lifeguards are law enforcement that. officers. Uh, well, I mean, how much time have you spent at the lifeguards beach? Lifeguards are versus... not law enforcement officers. What? Are you kidding me? No, I am not kidding. Are you, you. telling me that the sixteen-year-old lifeguard's getting sworn as a, in as a cop? Are you talking about at a pool? I don't know of any place that hires sixteen. Any beach that hires. I've been to any- pools. I've been uh, to uh, to the beach. I've been to. Um, I can't think water parks and I've seen lifeguards blow their whistles at lots of people and they never force them to listen to them. You know, if it's all right in people's minds for the police to use force, use in some cases deadly force, uh, but to use force against somebody who just hasn't pulled over for them or in this case on a bicycle hasn't pulled over fast enough. I mean, for all we know, Derek would have pulled over eventually anyway. 
But if it's all right, then is it all? Why not? Should it also be all right since he was just trying to serve him with papers? Uh, should it also be right that if you see him go into the house, that uh, you can just go right ahead and kick the door in since you know he's in there? Um, I wasn't listening. I was looking up. Uh, here's Volusia County. Volusia. Org. Many career lifeguards begin as seasonal workers. Career lifeguards are certified law enforcement officers wow. and emer- emergency medical technicians. A career now, lifeguard is different from somebody working. That's at what the I'm. Beach. Yeah, I'm not talking about some kid that was hired at the pool for the summer. Gotcha. Well, lifeguards are lifeguards. So, well, what well, my uh, question was was okay. about if it's all right to use force in, in people's minds. If it's all right to use force to get someone to pull over because you want to serve them with papers, then is it also all right to just go ahead and kick in someone's door too? I mean, I don't if you know. want to serve somebody um, with papers. There are different rules by which uh, police officers operate in the same way that you said that you can walk down the street without uh, – and you don't have to respond to a police officer who's coming after you. Whereas if you're riding a bike down a street, you're on a vehicle, on the road, you've entered their domain. It is, a, it is a vehicle as they define it. Okay, All that matters here is the crap they've written down on paper and that people choose to believe as the truth. The question I've been trying to ask for the last three minutes as you mince words here – is what do you think it was be like for this officer to go back to the station after he rode around for say 10 or 15 minutes on one of these slow speed chases uh, after Derek on his bicycle do you think that it's impossible that Derek would choose not to pull over at his house i mean you know what do you think it would be like for that officer do you think that he'd be laughed care. at and chuckled chuckled why, at why by is it any different than when they go to people's houses knock on their door and no one answers and they have to go back to the station and say they didn't answer Oh, he didn't pull over. So. Fitted, why is it different when you're in your yard versus you're in my yard? That's their property out there on the street. Is it not going to be more embarrassing when they, he pulls them in and he says, yeah, I was trying to serve him these papers. And they're like, oh, dude, he's given those papers earlier today. You didn't have to do that. Yeah, well, That's embarrassing. Yeah, none of this had to happen at That's all. It, bad communication certainly is these uh, bureaucrats at, at fault here. did not uh, communicate with one another appropriately to let them know, hey, Derek J. was just served a half an hour ago. But what incentive do they have to uh, communicate with each none other? None whatsoever. I mean, you look, can just Derek's go and sitting in jail up. right now because he refused to stop and take some papers. No, Derek's sitting in jail right now because this aggressive cop attacked him because he refused to top, uh, stop and take some papers. All right. And we don't know what this cop said to Derek because you can't hear anything over this crazy cop siren that is blaring out. I, I'm telling you, Mark, you weren't there for this. I, I was. saw the video. This, you saw the video, but you weren't there. I was there, and I know how loud that siren was. It you was can loud. barely hear yourself it's think. It's the purpose of it. It you is a siren. You can barely hear yourself think. You certainly can't hear someone speaking uh, to you if they're telling you something. You can't even have a com- You can't have a conversation. When the siren comes on, you're supposed to pull over. Did you not see the commercials during the Saturday morning cartoons when you were little? I don't remember any commercials yeah, like well, that. Well, they make it clear that when emergency vehicles turn on their sirens, you go to the side of the road. That way ambulances can get by and police officers can pick out the people that they want to pull over. Is there, okay, do you know the it's specific, okay, what are the rules about pulling over, Mark? What, what are like, you, are there, is there a certain direction you're supposed to pull over? Are you supposed to, like, how long are you allowed to wait to pull over? Do I you think know all the, this? You know, I think that there's certainly, these things are ambiguous. And I think that the, the amount of time, the 30 to 40 to 50 seconds that Derek refused to pull over, seems like a relatively small period of time to me but i think that there's also this this conversation going on this this sort of this uh predisposition of keen cops to uh, not trust the actors we're coming up free talk live are you looking for camping hunting or shooting gear 
ManVentureOutpost.com carries knives, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, fish finders, and boating equipment from manufacturers like Aimpoint, Bushnell, Otterbox, Crimson Trace, K-Bar, Remington, Streamlight, Winchester, and more. ManVentureOutpost.com. Family owned and members of the Better Business Bureau. Prices so low, some can't be advertised. Get an additional 5% off with coupon code FTL. Get it quick. Get it from ManVentureOutpost.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want. Toll free, 855-453. It's the SACL CAI toll free line, 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. Give you the features on the site there. So enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com features including the mobile site for those of you with a smartphone and you'd like to access our streams quickly or the podcast, go to m.freetalklive.com, m as in mobile.freetalklive.com. The state owns the land, but they don't own the water. To be free today, you'd need a boat, and not just any boat, a life yacht. The life yacht is a concept for a stable stable catamaran as big as a house, made out of concrete that uh, purifies its own water, generates its own power, grows its own, to some extent, its own food, and has a shallow draft to be able to get a four-wheel drive car or SUV on and offshore at, uh, you know, as simple as a beach or a, a boat ramp. With a life yacht, you could live free of nearly any government intrusion and have a seashore home anywhere in the world. Have some trouble with the police? Weigh anchor and off you go. You can be involved for as little as $1,000 in the commitment of as few as eight months. It's ericksoncouncil.com. ericksoncouncil.com. There's a banner at freetalklive.com. It's got a sailboat on it. All right, we've been talking about our friend Derek J and co-host on this program, arrested this afternoon, charged with multiple uh, crimes, all because he didn't pull over fast enough uh, for a police officer, or he didn't want to pull over at all. In it's which hard to case, say. In which case, it wouldn't have been a big deal because he was literally 50 feet, maybe 100 feet away from his house when the officer ran him off the road, uh, knocked him off of his bicycle, and proceeded to apparently hit him while he was on the ground. Now, if you've ever met Derek or you've seen him on video, you know Derek J is not a big man. Now, He's a slight man. To be fair to this officer, this officer's not a big man either. He's one of the smaller officers on the Keene Police Force. Uh, but this guy's got experience at taking people down. He's he's the professional. Uh, Derek you know. wasn't resisting in sort of an offensive way. I mean, he was no. refusing to comply, but not his, his resistance didn't include you know punching out gouging out no. eye gouging crotch kicking or, or kick or biting all he said in the video was that he just wanted to be to go on his way and have the cop not be in his way and he just tried to get around the cop and you know, continue on home uh so he very well could have just waited until he arrived at home and then come up and you know and talk to him uh and he didn't he wanted to run him off the road and and mark you're kind of defending the police in this i don't know that i'm defending the police i'm defending good common sense what is good common sense? Common sense is when cops turn on lights behind you, you better pull over, otherwise they're going because to they're beat you. Because they're crazy and they see, might hurt you. I don't know that they're crazy. Here's the thing with that is like there's not even clear-cut rules about how to pull over, when you're supposed to pull over, what side of the road. I almost got hit by like sideswiped by a car, by a police officer when he turned his lights on and I tried to uh, make a left because that was the closest one I would have had to wait longer to pull over. I figured I was supposed to do as soon as possible, so I tried to make a right. And he tries to pass left me. Left or right? I'm, I'm not understanding. Uh, oh, sorry. So I'm going down the road, and I try to make a left. And 
he, um, cause he's got his lights on behind me. So I assume he's pulling me over when I, as soon as I start to turn, his car goes whizzing past me. And this is like just a two way road, you oh, know? Look, I've had problems like this too. I had a police officer pull me over. She felt that I pulled over too quickly. So, uh, you know, wow. that's, I mean, these things happen. There's no doubt that there's confusion around how long you should do it. But, but they Derek don't have saying, to happen. I'm not, pull, you know, basically saying something to the effect of I'm not pulling over. I'm just going home or, you know, leave me alone. Yeah, those I'd like kind to be of on things. my way. Yeah, I'd like to be on my way. These these kind of things. Right. I mean, he really had, you could tell, no intention of pulling over. Now, I don't know what the police officer could tell from his car. And I think that, you know, I think that the amount of seconds the police officer gave was a little short, but it was a little short for the average individual it's not like it's these guys first day at the, the on the car- carousel they've dealt with you people for years and they think you're crazy too this well, we is don't why go around hurting people they specifically make the rules confusing because that way they can charge people with more things when they break these supposed rules right and the cop tell, tells me earlier today tells us because a number of us went out to the police department when he was taken there to uh, see if we could you know be there if he gets out or whatever and see, see what kind of information we could glean and one of the uh, commanding officers uh, the officer in charge at the time was like well we'll you know we'll we'll sort things out like well you don't have to sit in a jail cell while they're the sorting things out, out. Yeah, yeah. you know the the man who is the violent person today doesn't have he's sitting at home right now with his wife in his nice house with their nice cars and their uh, their nice boat and their barbecue grill in the driveway and they're sitting at home you're not holding their uh, the, the the items that they have to make their life comfortable against them are you are you no, it's fine with them i'm just pointing out that they're doing very very well for themselves while hurting peaceful people and it's disgusting. And the the neighbors of this man were not interested in seeing the video that would show this man in a different light. They all believe he's just you know it's just peachy having it's him. It's interesting for a neighbor. that the, uh, the 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 social currency that you people have in town, where you can't even get people to watch a one minute video. Yeah, well, I, I mean, mean that's that's, just, that's the hearts and minds that you've won. Mark, please. You're talking about saying. the next door neighbors of a police officer. Oh, who yeah, they're bad people, believe, too. Who how, probably how, believe, I didn't how, say they were bad people. Let's define how many people away from a cop do you have to be in order to be good or bad? They probably believe, I didn't say they were I bad mean, people, Mark. Allie wants speak, rules here I'll as to how, we, how and when one gets pulled over. I mean, if you're just saying, well, these people live next to a cop, so they no, must be I said brainwashed they, you, you by the man. I, they they live next Sound to like the cop. Lunatic. They probably feel like having a cop as a neighbor is a benefit. They probably like the guy personally. He's a likable guy in the ex, uh, the encounters I've had with him. And I had one lengthy conversation with one of the neighbors who came out to ask us to move our cars. Uh, and he, you know, he still said, didn't want to see the video. No, okay. he said he uh, he said that his neighbor's a really nice guy, and he made all these excuses for him. Well, he's got to deal with heroin addicts, and you don't know who these people he has to deal with. And I'm like, well, you know, I understand all that, but he knows who Derek is. He knows he's not dangerous. He knows he's not a heroin addict. So, like, he's making all these excuses for his neighbor, who's his buddy. He knows him really, really well. And, of course, you don't want to see a video that puts your friend in a negative light. This, I watched this video. And then I showed this video to my wife. My son actually enjoyed the police siren, so mm-hmm. we had to play it several times. You know, the first viewing of this video, I'm like, oh, my God, he's going to get creamed. I saw the man was refusing to pull over for a cop. The reasonable assumption at that point is this guy's going to get in big trouble. I don't think that you're going to show this to people and they're going to go, oh, dear me, I can't believe and what a shame. I'm seeing. It's a shame that people it's wouldn't a shame be upset. That people don't- 
it would be, it's a shame that believe. people. No, excuse me. It's a shame that they wouldn't be upset and an innocent person being attacked by uh, a man who has in any way not accountable for his actions. So is, I, I, is Derek supposed to just sit there and say, well, when people see this video, they're going to really side with the police officers because most people have been taught that the police are always right. And I should just go along with society's biases towards authority. Apparently, society's biases are strong. That's what Mark is saying. Just it's do It's true you're told. that society oh, does have strong biases, and I'm the same way. I don't want to get arrested while, you know, society's all behind the cops. I really don't want that to be my situation. Here's, but I, I respect people to have the courage to not care what, what people think if they're in the right. Here's what I'm saying, Ian. If you do not want to be beaten and harmed and injured... You should pull over when the police turn on their lights. Secondly, if you want to have effective activism, you should participate in the community to the point that people feel good about you. Oh, you plenty should... of people feel good about me. Yeah, 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 Just yeah. not the next door neighbors of the cop because mm-hmm. they believe he's a good guy. Right. Well, they and probably don't have to experience exactly. them the same way because they, they live in the nice to. neighborhood. And they don't want to experience him in the negative light. They I don't think that video this... is going to put him in the negative light to them. Well, anytime you run a peaceful man off the side of the road with your car and then beat him, uh, I would hope that some people would see that as a, as a negative. But I agree with you, Mark. That uh... Hi, I'm Mark Craighead, founder of Crossbreed Holsters. Are you looking for a concealed carry holster? Crossbreed Holsters is the home of the world-famous Super Tuck, the most comfortable concealed carry holster on the market today. Try one out and see how truly discreet and comfortable carrying concealed can be. And find out why we call it the ugliest holster you'll ever love. We are the standard others try to imitate. Get the original. Get your Super Tuck at CrossbreedHolsters.com. Again, that's CrossbreedHolsters.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free at 855-453. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. You can, of course, uh, take control of the airwaves here. But also over at freetalklive.com, you get to control the content of the site if you would like. You can vote on different items that you see there. Vote them up, vote them down. And the most voted up, make it to the front page and the top of the website. You can actually submit things to the site as well. So if you find something online that you think is interesting you want to share with our listeners, you submit it as show prep, and then again it can be voted on and it might make it to the top of the site, meaning more people will see it, including us, making us more likely to talk about it on these radio waves. So once again, go to freetalklive.com. If you've ever been the victim of an injustice and then decided to do nothing about it because attorneys are just too expensive, jurisdictionary.com is course for you. Look, we've been talking about Derek here. If he takes this to court, he's going to need jurisdictionary because, you know, whatever the, uh, the the guilt or innocence, you need to know how the court's rules work. You need to be able to, you know, make motions. You need to be able to make objections. And upon what grounds do you make objections? Those kind of things. Jurisdictionary.com teaches you that stuff. The things that you should have learned in civics class in high school that they didn't bother teaching you, Jurisdictionary does. It costs less than an hour with any good attorney and the four CD courses so easy the average eighth grader can learn it in a weekend. You can put these CDs in your car and on the way to work you can learn uh, Jurisdictionary. It's great. It works in civil or criminal matters in state or federal courts uh, for plaintiffs or defendants. You know, it, it works, and as a matter of fact, around the world in all kinds of English common law districts. You can visit jurisdictionary.com, download. They've got all kinds of free tools there for you when you 
buy the course. You get immediate access to the course, by the way. Um, They'll also send you the four CDs in the mail, but you can get immediate access if you need it. Jurisdictionary.com. When you check out, use the pull-down menu. Mention Free Talk Live. Jurisdictionary.com. All right, so I, there's really not much else that can be done at this point. Uh, there's a phone number for the Keene Police Department on the freekeen.com post, dramatic video of Derek J. being knocked off by his bike by law enforcement. The phone number's there. You're certainly welcome to call them and tell them how you feel about it. Uh, suggest that they back. Uh, suggest that they drop these charges and let our friend and uh, wonderful co-host out of jail. There's probably not much else that really needs to be said on this. I mean, Mark, it's, it's clear what your position is. Uh, well, is I it? still don't understand, Mark. Do you think that Derek is in any way guilty? And if so, of what? Well, guilty. Uh, are you talking about by their definitions of their laws by, or guilty by, by my definitions Mark of what's Edges, right and wrong? Mark Edges as far definition. as I'm concerned, free people should be able to uh, you know, move about freely if they haven't harmed anyone. That uh, people that put flashing blue lights on their cars have no more right to pull anyone over i mean imagine for a second if i tried to pull somebody over and then if they didn't pull over in 30 to 50 seconds for me if i got out and i you know threw them off their bicycle or whatever well let's say your job is what say you're hired to protect people like you're the watch guard for the neighborhood or something that's your job right if a security guard for instance did this same sort of thing i would say that he was stepping beyond the his role and that's why people call security guards rent-a-cops you know it's one because thing- they don't have the same sort of power and importance right. in today's society that cops do and it would be one thing if they wanted Derek for rape or murder or something like that. It would make sense if this person was wanted for some sort of a crime that involved the harming of another person. It would make sense to take a little bit of a, you know, perhaps a, a violent step to try to bring that person to justice if that's, you know, if, if that's what the person was out there for. That's the purpose of the fleeing felon rule. But yep. this was a man who was simply... You know, they were trying to serve him with papers. What if Derek had been accused of rape or murder or whatever you're talking about? Derek had no idea what he was being accused of. I'm not talking about what Derek's perspective is. If you're advocating the the use of violence and taking someone down. I'm not advocating that. I'm just saying it would be more understandable if they were looking for somebody who's a murderer or rapist. This is pretty understandable. They weren't. No, it's not understandable. It's absolutely outrageous. And that's why I'm so disappointed in what you're saying here. You're saying it's understandable. It's understandable. This is psycho, antisocial, destructive behavior. Look. This is not how you treat your customers or your masters. They're not your customers. They're not, we are not the cops' customers. They're supposed to be They're our servants. They are a higher class. They are the king's men. Yes, if you, I know that's how it this is. This is Mark. how it has been for millennia. If you stand in the way servants. of the king's men, you will be run through. Act like it, and you will not. Right, okay, so I think that the reason this that this conversation is sounds like Mark's defending the police officers, but I think what he's saying is, in reality, that he can understand. Why, with the perverse in- perverse incentives that the police officers have, why they would react this way, and that this is just how things go in the society we live in. Not that it's right, but that he can understand. It doesn't mean that it's acceptable, but understandable is a different sort of word, I think, than acceptable. Can you empathize with them, Mark? With whom? The cops. Well, if you were put in a scenario where you're told that you're, you know, you're allowed to use force on somebody who refuses to pull over, doesn't you, make it right. Uh, it doesn't matter. I mean, he's asking me if I can empathize. So absolutely, if I'm told that this is my power and this is my duty, and that if my fellow police officers will make fun of me, oh, is that the reason why they should do it? Is because they might get peer made pressure fun is of? extraordinarily important. 
the peer pressure goes on in your peer group and it goes on in theirs. Don't act like it's not important and don't act like it's not a human incentive. It's this true. This is what I'm befuddled but, by is that Ian is on the air on a nationally syndicated radio program going, oh my, I can't believe what I've seen. Oh, I this believe it. This is the it. most stunning I, thing no, I've seen I didn't seen say all I can't believe it. In I, the last five hours. It is outrageous hours. though. You don't think it's outrageous? Outrageous? Yeah, they hurt an innocent man who hadn't hurt anybody else. I'm always for, outraged for by that. For outrage, it would have to be something that would separate itself from normality. This is normal. Uh, it's normal to ride your bike down the street and not having been knocked off it by some crazed lunatic. Not if that crazed lunatic has blue lights on his car and says, you know, I don't, I'm not going to call him a crazed lunatic. Not if that person has blue lights on You're his crazy car. You're crazy if you go and attack peaceful people. That's, it's an antisocial behavior. It's destructive. It's terrible. And the fact that you aren't outraged by this is disturbing to me. Yeah, well, Let's continue here at 855-450-FREE. I mean, Allie, you find this pretty disturbing, right? I definitely find it disturbing. I think... Mark's uh, what is what he said about peer pressure. I do think that that plays a large role in this. I think that uh, choosing to associate with peers that are going to pressure you to hurt people, well, that's your own damn fault. I'm sorry. Well, but you know, kids are are told playing cops and robbers as they grow up that these are the good guys. Look, if you want to make a good living, right. you want to be a good guy, you want to have a peer group that respects you. All you got to yep. do is be a cop. Just beat on, beat on innocent people, and you'll be respected. And in fact, that's what his uh, his neighbors think. You think he's a great guy, and he probably is a great neighbor. But it's not great, and it's not appropriate what he did today, and it was wrong, and our friend has to sit in a cold jail cell tonight as a result of that, and it's sick, even and it if needs you, to end. Even if you aspire to be a cop your whole life, and no one ever tells you why that might not be a good idea, or how that might go against your conscience at some point, and you have these ideas that it's going to uh, help society, once you're put in that situation where you're having to coerce someone who's been peaceful as far as you know, then that's the time where the responsibility is on you to say, no, I'm not doing that. You know, the, the railing on the radio isn't going to do anything for you. You need to create a conversation within the community that includes the police in what you would like to see done. How am I going to talk to the police? Anyone want to talk to me? Well, I, that's the, because the, the, you've got six years of experience with them. If you change your ways and begin reaching out in different manners, rather than, you know, just calling people crazy and antisocial and sociopathic. It is antisocial to attack other, to attack other peaceful human mm-hmm. beings. That's th- antisocial by definition. Right. I think the best thing to do in the situation is to expose them and to spread the idea of liberty. Yeah, yeah let's get as They've many people here as possible. What's going to solve this is to get uh, liberty lovers here to New Hampshire, get them active, join the Free State Project. If you're sickened you're by not what's only, happening. Oh, look, your type of liberty lovers. Okay, anyone there's plenty who loves of people. liberty. Am I not a liberty lover? I think you are. Okay. Anyone who so loves I'd liberty like to have people here. here that are ready to create inroads and get involved in the community in a, in a capacity where they create positive interactions. Yeah, that's me not too. what you guys are doing. Me too. What do you mean that's not what we're doing? Look, you, if you go to the neighbors and you want to show them a video, they won't, you, they won't take one minute of your time to look at a video. One minute of their why time they, to look at a video. Why would they want to look at the video? Because it, would, it would change why how would they, they feel. Want to look at the video? It it's might exact. change how they feel about their neighbor yeah, and they well, want to feel positively apparently about their neighbor. Right. I, I got it. Right. Apparently, you don't have it's uh, whatever, dissonance, whatever uh, social currency it takes in order to get people to look at your video. Some well, people I, do. They're pastors, people that I, people the volunteer the fire street. department, you know, all, all these people that actually contribute to their community, those people would be able to get that the done. The people that I stop on the street will watch the video. I bet you if I walk down Main Street, I could get you get a half a dozen people and no problem, no time flat to, to look at the video. Because average people are disturbed by the police abusing people. one 450 free at least I'd like to think so. More coming up, 855-450-FREE. Free Talk Live. 
technology is created that upends the foundations of society, the wheel, the printing press, the internet. Now, in a world sliding into financial chaos, a new technology is changing the way monetary systems work around the world. It is called Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a new form of money, controlled not by banks, governments, or corporations, but through mutual commerce between free individuals. To learn more, visit WeUseCoins.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free at 855-450-FREE. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. And do you support the police knocking a peaceful man off of his bicycle simply because he wouldn't stop for him? Or do you think they should maybe take it a little easier and wait and see where he goes, maybe follow him? I mean, maybe you don't need to jump right to attacking someone. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. 855-450-FREE. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Here tonight, it's Ian. Allie. And Mark. As we continue, of course, we'll also take your calls about whatever's on your mind. And you can support the show if you'd like by going to shop.freetalklive.com. You can find links to Amazon there. You click into the right Amazon for you. And when you do that, uh, Free Talk Live will get a percentage of your purchase. So you've got to order stuff you, you, know, you, you want, stuff you need as well. Amazon probably carries a lot of it. And you'll get free super saver shipping on a lot of their brand new items when you shop, uh, when you shop through shop.freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live gets a cut of the sale. So it's the same great Amazon experience you're used to. It's just that you're entering through our links. So once again, shop.freetalklive.com. To the phones, I was and- just on a site here that doesn't have – Amazon doesn't have this. It's mailpoop.com. They'll send what? poop to a residence if you, uh, that you, you give them there. Of course, you have to give Who's them your poop? credit card. A subdog's poop, it would appear. That's terrible, Mark. What? Let's continue here with Kevin listening in Indy to WXNT. Kevin, you're right, though, Mark. Amazon doesn't have everything. They probably have rubber poop. Kevin, go ahead. Yeah, probably true. Kevin, go ahead with your thoughts. Uh, two examples of incarceration, one federal level, one on the local. And I happen to know uh, I'm acquaintances with the one gentleman, his brother, smoked on a plane in the bathroom and just now... Um, finished his three-year sentence and was in federal prison. Whoa, whoa! Hold on, just a second. Let me let me make sure I'm restating this in a way that uh, people can uh, are clear. You saying a man got three years in federal prison only for smoking in a bathroom on an airplane? Correct. Wow, it's crazy. Yes. So don't smoke cigarettes or anything on a plane. That's my tip of the day. Well, that's not a bad suggestion. Now, have they outlawed the use of the vapor uh, vaporizers yet on planes? The, they're probably going to kick you off or to, you know, tell you not to do it. And but I you bet refuse. you could use that in the bathroom. They'd have no idea. I would say that they would probably have no idea. You're talking about the e-cigarette, Yeah, right? the e-cigarettes. Yeah, see, that's the delivery system, and I've always been in favor. In fact, I invented a drink called Nicola. It has nicotine and caffeine in it, so it takes care of both. Oh, my. So. Is that a good okay. idea? Okay. <laughs> it is. It's great. It's just I haven't made millions on it yet. Uh, the second is um, a young man, 18 years old, had sex with a 15-year-old in, in Indiana. Oh, his consent is age is, is 16, so by like two months, oh. he went to prison because the mother pushed it, oh, and he served one year, was out for a year on probation. His probation officer showed up unannounced, and he's not. he wasn't supposed to have... Internet access, his girlfriend had a cell phone with internet access, and she did have one pornographic picture on it, 
He is now back in jail to serve the remainder of his prison term. Oh, my God. Yes. That's horrifying. And had a job, was never had any problems. Oh, and I think they did have one bottle of scotch in the cabinet, and he was not allowed to drink, so... I am just amazed. I yeah, we just had uh, a friend of ours uh, got picked up today on a violation of probation for jaywalking. But I can tell you this. I know there's one little small town here in, Indi- in Indiana that they would rather pay a $50,000 false uh, arrest suit once in a while because they make so much money off arresting people yeah. that even if they do get a false arrest, they settle for 50000 That's happened twice they've settled. It's just such a lucrative business for them. And I, I really like Mark's example of the feudal system and how from the beginning of – that's why sheriff, sheriffs were out there to collect taxes. And, they, and yeah. the king didn't care. And fornication upon command of king gives us the one famous F word that we have out there. So, you know, they would even tell people <laughs> to have sex to have their servants in the, in the, the whole feudal system. So it's carried over to the states. And where we gain our law or garner our laws were from English – uh, you know, history. So it's just a racket. I have to look that up. Fornication upon command of king. I'm going to have to look that up. Yeah, it's 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 out there. It's real. And like cops, <laughs> cops on patrol. So yes, you know. I've heard that one. Yes, good yes. stuff, Kevin. Anything else you want Game to share? To me? April first. Okay. Thanks for the call. I appreciate hearing Thank from you. you. Uh-huh. 855-450-FREE. That's, uh, that's right. April 1st is coming up, so beware of a variety of different uh, April's Fools. Sometimes they'll catch me. I won't realize what day it is, and they'll you know they'll catch me with April, April Which Fools. one was the April Fool's part? April Fool's. Oh, I don't know. Oh, okay. I thought, I thought he was, uh, I th- thought he was uh, getting us with April Fool's, and maybe the, uh, the fornication upon Commander King thing was. I don't know, but that's pretty good. 855-450-FREE. Uh, that is the uh, toll-free number here. In fact, uh, there's other TSA news that we can get into. Uh, actually, I got this email from TSA George, who said he might call in tonight, but he hasn't called yet, so I figured we'd just jump into this. Uh, apparently, his supervisor's been arrested. TSA George, working at the uh, the D.C. airport, uh, his supervisor arrested for being a pimp. Silver Spring, Maryland. According to MyFoxDC.com, a manager at the TSA has lost his job after being arrested on prostitution-related charges. According to court documents, the agency had received a complaint of very similar activities back in 2009. Bryant Livingston, age 39, was arrested while on the job as a supervisor of TSA agents at Dulles International Airport. The Manassas, Virginia resident said by phone that he's innocent of the charges but declined to discuss the details of the case. According to charging documents, on February 15th, Livingston used cash to rent a room at the Crown Plaza Hotel in Silver Spring, and the hotel manager recognized Livingston as a previous customer who, on earlier occasions, had groups of males and females frequently entering and exiting his room, according to a court document. Similar activity was happening on February 15th, so the manager called the police to report likely prostitution. What a shame! Why would anyone who is running a hotel snitch on their own customers? Apparently a pretty good customer. I don't understand this. Maybe they Why felt that uh, he's liable to get in trouble yeah, in some way. I have a feeling it might have to do with if they find out about it and they could hold the hotel responsible really? somehow. I don't know. I mean, Maybe they don't want a reputation. That's the only reason I check IDs at my workplace is because I don't want to get in trouble for narcs or something. That's a good point. If they I send in a, a narc for this prostitution rink thing, I think the hotel can be considered uh, responsible. Boy, I wonder about that. that. That'd be the first time I'd ever heard of anything like that. I'm Certainly, I've heard of it when it comes to selling cigarettes to people underage or alcohol. Like I get that. 
But people uh, are scared because I mean, not not to say that it's true really? necessarily. But that's what I want to know. Is that true? Like, who knows? For, for law enforcement officers out there listening, is this the case? Like, if you're a hotel manager, I've heard of people having their rental properties taken from them because their renters had drugs. I mean, it's my renters insane. were growing pot, and I didn't have the cops didn't even come talk to me about it. Now, it right? I and guess it just depends. It just depends. So I'm interested to know: is it actually illegal in some places to be a hotel manager? To have pro- a prostitution going on on your premises. Hey, I don't know what those people are doing in that room. How could I have any idea what was going on in there? They're supposed to check to make sure that anyone who was sex in their hotel rooms didn't pay, didn't pay. for it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, you know, what likely is the case is that if, for whatever reason, the hotel manager appears to not be cooperative enough, they will be considered complicit. Do you understand? No, this is outrageous. I can't believe this is the case. And I've never heard it. We've, we've talked about prostitution a number of times in the past. I've never even heard this, this suggested as a possibility. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many no-tell motels are there out there? There are motels that are – this is what their purpose is. You can rent rooms by the hour in some places. What do you think that's for? <laughs> I've certainly heard of rooms rented by the hour. I've never that, heard of it. What do you think it. it's for? I don't know what the purpose of a room rented by the hour would what, be. Come on. No, what's no, the no. obvious purpose? Take well, a shower. Take a sec. Uh, t- t- take a second here for, you, for yeah. me. Um, yeah, you could take a shower or whatever, but I mean, you'd have to really be in a tight market for hotels to actually do this. What you want to do is to sell people a night. Look, sure we only do. sell by the night. But wait a minute. Why would you want to sell the whole night when you can get more per hour? I mean, I, you, you, you charge in more. In places it's, that may make sense. Right. If 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 it's uh, fifty bucks a night at the Notel Motel, yep, yep. and you can charge twenty five bucks for an hour, then you want to do the hour, right? I suppose. Right. A lot of people go to hotel rooms to have affairs too. Sure, absolutely. So these are designed for these sorts of hotels. These motels. Have you ever CD. seen a hotel that has uh, a, that hourly has rates? Hourly rates. I've never asked. <laughs> I just wondered. I mean, you know, I've never, I've never actually seen in real life one of these. Places. I'm not going to be here long, you guys. Do you have like a discounted rate? If I'm looking, I've got, just, I've got yeah, about yeah, an hour. Just and want half. to take a quick nap. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know if they actually advertise that on the sign. Also, like, is that something they would put out on Front Street? I don't think so. Yucky poo. I mean, you know, who would get into a room that was just rented out to somebody else and <laughs> for an hour? I mean, you have a pretty good idea what happened. Well, hopefully, they would change the sheets afterwards. Why would they again, do that? You never know about these. places. I mean, if these places are willing to rent out by the hour, why would they be willing to change the right, sheets for right. you? Yeah, if you want a nice hotel room, don't go to a place that rents them by the hour. Hopefully, a pimp would supply his own sheets. Maybe. Yeah, I don't think so. Eight five five. 453. Of course, then again, this guy's going to the Crown Plaza. I mean, that's not a motel. No. That's a pretty nice hotel. 855-453, the SACL CAI toll-free line. Plenty of time for you and your thoughts coming up here in hour number three next on Free Talk Live. Here on Free Talk Live, we've been pretty excited about the Bitcoin. It's a decentralized, free market digital currency. You can learn more about it at weusecoins.com. But if you already have some Bitcoins and you'd like to spend them, you can spend them at SpendBitcoins.com. When you spend Bitcoins on Amazon via SpendBitcoins.com, Free Talk Live gets a cut. Or if you're an Australian trying to figure out how to buy Bitcoins, you can buy them with cash at au.SpendBitcoins.com. Once again, that's SpendBitcoins.com.
Talk Live. Launching into the third hour of the program. You can dial in toll-free at 855-450-FREE. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-855-450-3733. Here tonight, it's Ian. Allie. And Mark. Allie joining us courtesy of her own radio show, which is Ladies in Keen. You can visit her at Ladies in Keen. That's K-E-E-N-E. Ladiesinkeen.com where you can listen to that show. And there's also blog posts. In fact, a blog post was put up this afternoon by your co-host, Cecilia, uh, talking about our friend Derek Jay and our co-host on Tuesday nights here on Free Talk Live, who was arrested just this afternoon in a very violent manner for not getting off his bicycle fast enough when a police officer put his uh, his sirens on. There was much debate uh, us, uh, between us on the show here tonight. And there was one point I forgot to make that I didn't think of, Mark, that I'd like to, and then we'll get right back into your calls, um, about you had made the point, because I'd said we went to this cop's house today with some signs and we sang a song, called, sang Free Derek. Derek Jay to the tune Sweet Caroline. Uh, we sang that out in front of the house. And uh, then Pete Ayer from CopLock.org and Kelly from Free Keen went up to some of the neighbors' houses to tell them what their neighbor, uh, the, the cop, Fintan Moore, had done. And by the way, Fintan's uh, home phone number is uh, listed at freekeen.com right now if you'd like to give them a call and tell them how you feel about what he did after you watch the video. Please watch the video. Um, but uh, anyway, so went up to these houses and the neighbors didn't want to see the video. And you were making these comments about, see, you don't have any currency in the community. And uh, of course, I was pointing out to you that, well, they're his neighbors and they like him and so so on and so forth. But while we were in Keene Police Department, just all depends who you talk to, while we were at the Keene Police Department waiting to find out what was happening with our friend, they had the statement of ethics that's posted up there. Mm-hmm. And if you go to the Keene Police Department webpage, you can read the very same statement that they have framed and, and put up on the wall. And it's a very nice statement of ethics. I mean, they're talking about, you know, protecting people and being honorable and, you know, it really, it's a very nice uh, thing to say. Blah, and, and blah, blah. So yeah. we were reading off this uh, statement, some of the, you know, the hypocr- uh, hip- hypocrisies contained within, you know, comparing their behavior to the statement on the wall. And some lady had walked into the, uh, to the police department. I don't remember exactly what she said because i wasn't paying close attention but kelly uh had heard what she had said she she made some sort of riff off of what we were saying about what keen pd was claiming they did and it was not friendly towards keen pd and this lady was a middle-aged woman she didn't look like you know some crack whore or something like that she looked like a very respectable lady she didn't have nice things to say about the keen police department there you so go. you know just depends on who you talk to mark as far as what people think it says on their um, pages, you're saying, objectivity, we will act with fairness at all times and allow the facts, not preconceptions, to determine the outcome event, of events. So you're no, saying... Nice. It's nice. Right. But it I mean, no joke. human can do that. It's a beautiful, a beautiful statement. If they could only try to adhere to it, then uh, maybe they would be a better department. And I think they are a better department than the average, uh, than a lot of police departments around the country. But that doesn't mean they don't have I their problems. Tend to think so. And it doesn't mean that they're not completely unaccountable for their actions. Because like most police departments, they are almost completely unaccountable. Let's continue here, though. Uh, and you can, you can again go to free, uh, freekeen.com, see Derek J's arrest there. Let's go to your calls, your thoughts. Jerry is in northern Minnesota listening to WNMT. Hey, Jerry. Hey, how's it going? Hey, great. What's on your mind tonight? Well, um, I was calling in, I guess, to express my extreme disgust and, uh, I don't know, pretty much getting depressed about all this kind of stuff with Derek getting in jail and stuff. I was just talking about my wife, really liking him being on and everything. He um, is a great co-host. Really, yeah, he's very talented. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, it's, it's quite a bit. Um, I, I've had people tell me that the book Atlas Shrugged, is not a you know a political thesis per se, but uh, in the last year here I've almost seen scene by scene coming out of that book, and it's kind of 
kind of depressing. <laughs> it's funny that you say that. I haven't actually read the book, but Kelly Voluntarius made the uh, the comment the other day that her life is Atlas Shrugged. And uh, again, I don't know what that really means because I've never I've never read the book, but uh, she obviously has. She's really not a railroad magnet. I don't know what she meant by it, Mark, but she either. feels like the the book is being acted out in her life to uh, to some extent. Uh, so it can be frustrating, but Jerry, I think the solution is for liberty-loving people to get together uh, and make the move to New Hampshire and get active to achieve uh, some semblance of freedom in our lifetime. Because if we get together, we can make a difference. But if we continue trying to, if we continue uh, apart from one another, we won't have the same level of impact. I would like to point out that I don't know about you, Ian, but I certainly experienced depression about uh, you know the chances of liberty where you know in my lifetime, but when I lived elsewhere. Oh, for sure. For sure. I don't think we should be depressed about the chances of liberty. I think um, just liberty, I think it's sort of inevitable. I think that, you know, it's the um, one step forward, two steps back. And even though the steps back seem really devastating, I think that they can't help that people are evolving, um, getting better technology, learning, expanding their network of knowledge and resources. I don't think I don't think that liberty is something that is you know, uh, just on the decline in all aspects. No, I don't think so either. But I totally understand why you're why you're frustrated, Jerry. Anything else you want to share? Your thoughts? Um, I actually I called also. Um, uh, I uh, listened listen to you guys on the way back home from work, and I went to stop gas at outrageously high prices, and uh, my signal went got scrambled going under the stupid awning from the gas station. And I missed the. I, I don't know if you can do that and give me information about that. Um, the yacht that was a catamaran style yacht. I, I don't know if it was, is it on the website or. Yeah, it's on the website at freetalklive.com. The uh, the the website is ericksoncouncil.com. You mean when you say it's on our website, you mean it's in the ad column? Yes, yeah, in the ad right column. There's a banner um, at uh, freetalklive.com for Erickson Council, or you can search Erickson Council. How do you spell Erickson? It's it's got C's, no K's. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Very good, Jerry. Thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you. 855-450-FREE is the SACL CAI toll-free line. I think that things will be a little bit different when we have a few hundred activists uh, around here. And as Kelly uh, Voluntarius was saying, if we have 50 hardcore civil disobedience, that could go a long way. Uh, but uh, we we really need more people, whether you want to get involved in political action or whatever. Oh, and that reminds me, Mark. Uh, I saw an article online today. I don't know if you saw this one, but somebody posted it uh, over at the free, free – I think they posted the Free State Project page on Facebook. Uh, it's this op-ed piece by some woman who's very, very upset. And she basically says – remember the, the guy that called in the other night about the ALEC, this group, some sort of yeah. conservative group? I'd never heard of them before that night, but all no, of a sudden, all of a sudden, two days later, I see them again. Uh, That's how this, life is, isn't it? Yeah, in this <laughs> uh, in this news article or this uh, this opinion piece, where this woman was very very upset. She's uh, accusing people of being involved in this Alec organization. She says free staters are involved in it, but she doesn't name any names. So. From my understanding of the article, she's one of those people who calls anyone who disagrees with her a free stater because yeah. that's kind of what has happened as as uh, free staters have been elected. People like us who've moved here as part of the Free State Project, moved to New Hampshire to get active for liberty. They've been elected to uh, positions in the state house, and, uh, and that's upsetting to people that are in support of the status quo. And so they've just kind of started that the free staters become this colloquial uh, kind of negative term that uh, people will apply to anybody who's in opposition. Conservatives or ultra conservatives, which, you know, doesn't fit really 
you know, I mean, it tends to be that it's the liberals or Democrats calling other people that they disagree with free staters. Free staters. Right. And I think that's what she was doing in this article because, again, the names she was talking about were not any free staters I'd ever heard of. Right. And But my point being that, look, here's another example of when you have even political success. Because a lot of people critique me and a lot some of the other activists in the Keene area, and they say, see, you guys shouldn't be doing this civil disobedience, and the, you should respect the system because people will hate you. Well, look, I these respect people the respected system, the system. Yeah. These people who work in the system respect it, right? Like okay. they, Or at least they have to act like they do. Okay. Uh, so they respect the system, they work within the system, and they're hated anyway. And oh. they're hated because they're, they're making an impact, and they're hated because they're threatening the status quo, and there's nothing you can do about it. You can't please everybody, and there's no point in even trying. Okay, so I think that the difference between what they're saying and um, you know what you're hearing is, is, yeah, this is absolutely true. Political activists on the left in New Hampshire absolutely do vilify free Activists staters. on the right don't like them either when they vote in the favor of uh, like gay marriage and things like yeah, that. But they don't vilify them. Uh, they, you know, the activists uh, that's on the not right, true, Mark. You said you were getting into an argument with those people the other day on the uh, Facebook page. I, that doesn't mean they vilify them, though. I mean, you know, they're happy. I they're think that, angry, and you got in an argument with them. I don't know what vilification... I don't know why you need to bring vilification into it. What I'm, what I'm pointing out is they're upset. They don't like the fact that uh, their viewpoints are being, are being threatened, and so they're going to lash out, and that's what they are doing. 855-450-FREE. You can take control of the airwaves and bring up what you want. 1-855-450-3733. This is Free Talk Live. On Free Talk Live, we talk about investing in gold and silver as a hedge against inflation, investment, and barter currency. We've teamed up with Midas Resources to offer you some great rates on some hand-picked gold and silver pieces. U.S. Eagles, British Sovereigns, 20 Francs, Lakota Nation Silver Rounds, Montana Silver Reserves, and Walking Liberty Halves. Call 877-857-9938 or go to gold.freetalklive.com. The shipping is the same for one as it is for 20, so try to get as many as you can all at once. Gold.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves toll-free at 855-453. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features you see there. Uh, Once again, that's freetalklive.com. Here with you tonight, it's Ian, Allie, and Mark. Those features, by the way, include the news updates. You can get signed up. We'll keep you in the loop whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live. Go to news.freetalklive.com. And you can get signed up there. Follow us via email, Twitter, Facebook, news.freetalklive.com. We mentioned the Free State Project earlier. and want to encourage you to visit freestateproject.org, where you can learn over 101 reasons to move to New Hampshire. And if you've got the time, come on up this summer for the Porcupine Freedom Festival, where you can join hundreds of other liberty-minded people, all in the same campground for an entire week, and get to know some of these folks who might just be your new neighbors when you make the move as part of the Free State Project. If you love liberty, that is, if you understand what liberty means, and that is that you should be free to live your life how you, how you want, as long as you don't harm anybody else, and as long as you're willing to allow others to live their lives how they want to, without harming them, then uh, you, you get it. And you should be a part of this movement if you're willing to be active. Go to freestateproject.org to learn more about it. And for the Porcupine Freedom Festival, which is coming up June 18th through the 24th, you can visit porkfest.com, P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T, porkfest.com. Registration is open now. You can still get the early bird discount, so don't miss out on this. It was a blast last year. It's a blast every single year, and it's great because you get to meet all kinds of interesting folks. Allie, was last year your first Porkfest? It was. And was it as good as you expected it to be? It was better. Very cool. 
and it's not too expensive too. I mean, you're not staying in a hotel uh, the whole weekend, so it's you know it's camping prices. You can stay in a hotel. Not really, because it's sold out. Oh, it is? Uh, you could stay in a hotel down the Draft. road. There are, there are a handful of hotels down the street. You, you have to go a little ways, but there, there's some off-site options. For Camping's fun anyway. It is. It is. And it's more fun with fun people. And you can go to Porkfest, P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T dot com. We go to Chris in Ohio, listening to W-A-I-S. Chris, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Allie, and Mark. Hello, Chris. Chris in Ohio. Yes, you're yes. on the air. Good evening, gentlemen and lady. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Um, you guys were talking earlier about the hotels. I used lived in Dayton, Ohio for a while. And on South Dixie in Dayton, Ohio, they advertised hourly rates. Oh, wow. How about that? I, I had never yeah. seen one of these or heard of an hourly rate to advertise. Is so. it right out on the sign? Yes, it is. <laughs> wow, I'm surprised they don't have trouble with, trouble with the law. Well, you know, it's a pretty area of town. Oh, yeah. I, I get the impression. No, I never use it, <laughs> but I have seen it. Yeah, if you drive by and you see it, I mean, that's totally totally legit. I, you know, Obviously, people drive through less than desirable sections of town uh, to, to go about their business, and, and if you see an ad there, it doesn't, doesn't mean anything about you as a person. It just, I, I never have Correct. seen one of these things. And, and it, is, it is a main street. You know, it, it's, you know, South Dixie Strip runs all the way through Dayton, clear down into Kentucky. How about that? You know, it's, it's U.S. 25. Well, thanks for clearing that up, man. Anything else you want to share? Uh, no, that's all. I just love listening to you guys on the radio. Um, I listen to a daylight to dark AM station normally, but they picked you up on a cable channel. That's right. Uh, WAIS there in uh, Nelsonville, Ohio. And the uh, station owners also own the Nelsonville cable. And so they put their radio station, which t- shuts off after the sun goes down, put it on 24 7 on, uh, on cable. So it's cool to be on cable TV in some places. So they have programming that doesn't, that, that w- would be on the air if they were on the air, but they have just sort of this. Correct. Oh, huh, Their programming goes 24 7, but you can only listen at nighttime if you're on cable. Interesting. Thanks, uh, Chris. Appreciate hearing from you tonight. Thanks for the call. So I know we're joking about. Uh, taking a nap in your hour stay at the hotel in Dayton, <laughs> Ohio. But in in Japan, I think they do have places where you can go take a nap. And I think in big cities in the United States, you can do that too now. They just have like a little bunk where you can go That's just true. pay to sleep. And they you're paying to have a really comfortable experience. So, yeah, they have like these little egg things that you sleep yeah. in. I've seen the, I've seen this. Hmm. Like if you're like a busy, like harried business person in downtown New York City and you you're in Manhattan, you can just go to this office building where they have nap rooms. I am stunned. Yep. I can't imagine you do very well. I mean, you know, I just, I'm surprised, but you know, whatever. Well, people go to the spa and stuff. I don't see why people, I mean, people fall asleep taking, you know, getting massages and sure. stuff. People need more sleep sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's good. Naps are a good thing. I'm not going to um, you're not going to hear me disparaging naps as a practice, but But naps are supposed to be free. I'm sorry. I don't know. In my <laughs> life naps are free. I'm not going to pay to take a nap. No, you pay for rent to keep a uh, to keep yep. a roof over your head so you know the nap is not free. Well, right. That's well, true. In, in New York City, uh, unless you've got a car to go sleep in, uh, where are you going to nap? I mean, I suppose you could nap at your desk. Most people don't have cars, right? That's my point. Yeah. So, where do you go? You have to go to the little napping center. Unless, I wonder if there's like homeless people waiting outside, like asking for change so they can take a nap. 
I doubt. I it. doubt that very seriously. <laughs> There's, uh, I, I heard of a friend who uh, said that they they drove a van and they uh, napped uh, sometimes at work. You know, they would take their you know one hour lunch or whatever instead of you know they'd have a bag lunch or whatever. Was this down in Florida? Yeah. Okay. It's, it's a little easier when you have your own car uh, to nap. I've done that before. I I would uh, nap in my truck uh, outside the radio station. They'd have me working overnights and then have to be back in. Uh, just a few hours later, so it wasn't worth my time to drive a half hour home and then drive a half hour back. Sure, I would just stay and nap. And during the summertime, it was pretty brutal. But you know, did what I had to at do at night. No, no, night I mean during the, during the day sometimes it just depended. Yeah, so, like once upon a time, I did nap at the radio station. Yeah, I did too. That was no good. There was the one time that uh, we got we got trapped out there, and you know, fortunately, none of the big brats carried me off. That, you mean rats? It sounded yes. like you said brats there for a moment. No, no, there were big giant rats there. Right, yeah. That's why I ended up being kind of creeped out about taking a nap at the radio station. Yep. So, 855-450-FREE, that is the SACL CAI toll-free line. So, we were talking about this TSA uh, agent who's been arrested for pimping, and we just barely kind of scratched the surface of his uh, this article here. Rats now, the size of Princess Bride. I mean, those big, 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 big rats. That's insane. I've never even seen a huge rat. Yeah. So MyFoxDC.com is reporting on uh, 39-year-old Jermaine Livingston, who is the supervisor of one of our listeners, uh, TSA George, who calls this show from time to time uh, with kind of the inside scoop on what's going on in the TSA. Well, his boss just got busted for for pimping, and apparently (laughs) it's the the, the hotel manager at the Crown Plaza in Silver Spring, Maryland, who snitched him out. So he recognized him as a customer, a previous customer, and had noticed that he had taken groups of males and females entering and exiting into – or there were groups of males and females entering and exiting into his room. And so he called the the cops on him. Responding officers offered to accompany the manager as she went to evict the people from the room. At the doorway, Livingston denied prostitution was occurring and invited the manager and police into the room. Responding officers said they saw 11 people inside the room, including three naked females and four males attempting to get dressed. Multiple people were laying on the two beds, and other people were sitting in chairs and standing in the room. This could have been a swingers club. Sounds like a party to me. Yeah, that sounds like an orgy. That's exactly what it sounds like, but... They're charging him with prostitution anyway. Uh, multiple people, let's see, in the room. In a hallway interview, Livingston told police officers he runs airport security at Dulles, trying to you know play his bureaucrat card yep. to get him I'm part of the room. club. Leave me alone. <laughs> Spokesman for the TSA confirmed he had worked for the agency since 2002. So this guy was a 10-year veteran of, uh, of the TSA. Manager. And that he is now no longer employed by the TSA. See, this is how you get fired from a government job. You do something about sex. Do something related sex to sex, is dirty. and you get fired. We talked earlier this week about a cop who was fired from his job because he mowed the lawn in his, uh, not his tidy whities but those boxer briefs. Yeah. He was mowing the lawn in his boxer briefs, and they fired him over that. Strange. So you can murder people as a police officer. As a TSA agent, you can steal stuff from people and oppress people and feel up grannies and young women and, and little children. But, uh, you know, you have sex in a hotel room with somebody, and you're done for. More coming up. It's free time. You can listen to Free Talk Live on the radio via podcast, the webcam, and our live streams at freetalklive.com. Not enough options? Now you can listen to Free Talk Live from any phone, anywhere. Add this number to your phone, 760-569-7752. It's a long-distance call, so make sure you're familiar with your phone's calling plan. The Free Talk Live listen lines are airing the latest episode of Free Talk Live 24 hours a day, including our live shows. Call 760-569-7752. That's 760-569-7752.
This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want. Dial in toll-free at 855-453. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features are there for you, and we give them away. Once again, freetalklive.com here with you tonight. It's Ian. Allie. And Mark. And uh, by the way, you can also listen, of course, online over at uh, listen.freetalklive.com. Get access to our broadband, midband, and narrowband streams at listen.freetalklive.com. Also, learn about the over 100 great radio stations on AM and FM that air the show throughout the week at various different times. Our satellite listening choices, including XM Satellite Radio and our free-to-air KU band channel, the webcam, and the listen lines that allow you to call from any phone that can dial long distance and listen that way over at listen.freetalklive.com is where you can get all the details. Bitcoins are the world's first potentially anonymous digital cash. With Bitcoins, there are no contracts to sign or terms of service to abide by. Anyone can download the free Bitcoin software and be using them in just a few minutes. With Bitcoins, you can send and receive money anywhere in the world without fees and without needing permission for any bank or government. To learn how, visit weusecoins.org. It's weusecoins.org. And now, thanks to bitinstant.com, you can have bitcoins in less than an hour by depositing cash at any major bank. To buy your bitcoins with cash, you go visit bitinstant.com. It's bitinstant.com. So we're talking about this TSA agent who is busted for pimping. Uh, we'll get back into that story. Coming up, though, Mark, you're going to give us a Bigfoot uh, story. You just love Bigfoot. I don't I know what Bigfoot's your deal great. is with that, but... You know, you've got some news relating to that. So I'm compelled we'll, by the idea of a North American primate. We'll get to that here in a moment. Uh, but first, there a little bit more on this story from TSA, uh, like the manager, basically one of the one of the upper echelon of the TSA. Had been there for a decade, working at Dulles International Airport. Actually, the boss of our very own TSA George, who calls the show from time to time. This guy, uh, Jermaine Livingston, has been arrested for pimping, and it was because the hotel manager at the Crown Plaza in Maryland, uh, Silver Springs, I think it was, yes, yeah, Silver Spring, called the cops on him just because they were suspicious. They Apparently went, was at the very least having some kind of sex-oriented party. Right. They went uh, to – the cops came. The hotel manager went to the room to evict these people. Again, there was no complaints. That they mention here in this article, they didn't say like these guys are being too noise with their sex play going on in this room. Like we need to kick them out because they're disturbing our other guests. He did, by the way, make the mistake of opening the door to the police. He did, however, if it's a hotel, you're on private property at that point. As a renter, you're on private property too. You have rights as a person who has rented property. Really, if you're if the hotel manager comes and knocks on your door and says get out, you don't have a right to say no. I mean, they're I'm not sure that that's entirely true. Plus, people would have been able to get their clothing on, and uh, you know, that's true. He didn't have to open the door right away. I mean, the cops didn't have a warrant, uh, but I think that if a hotel manager asks you to leave the premises, then you have to leave. It's their private property, and yeah. if you rented the room, they can give you a refund and then send you on your way. Perhaps. I mean, you know, I, I think it. I don't think they could just go bust a door down any old time they want, though. So, what exactly does a pimp? What is their job in the? Um, like what? What is? What well, do they the really do? The middleman. The well, pimp is somebody. Depends on the scenario. Well, I mean, they what service they provide? Like protection for the women, and ostensibly. Do yes. they help find um, customers? Customers. Okay. Yes. Uh, so essentially, they're the middleman for the girls, and of course, you know, the girls that want to make the most money and don't want to have some you know, drug-addled, violent pimp uh, ruling over them go off on their own. Well, and, probably after they get a certain amount of experience and dealing with uh, whatever customers might be the best for them, you know, put together a customer list. In the same way that uh, it's rare for somebody to come out of beauty school and go directly into their, you know, opening up their own shop and cutting hair. Most of the time, they'll rent a chair or work at one of these 
these places that pays them hourly or by the haircut or whatever split mm-hmm. splits a haircut with them um you know they mm-hmm. for, they're gonna get their legs underneath them so here's how he ended up going down right because he didn't admit to being a pimp he didn't he said there was no prostitution going on street here. level pimps by the way bad bad things right this guy is uh, is in a room with 11 people in the room three naked females four males attempting to get dressed what's multiple, the problem multiple people laying on two beds and other people sitting in chairs and standing in the room this is when the cops came into the room uh and uh, the tsa has already fired him in a subsequent interview one of the men in the room had told montgomery county police that he paid livingston a hundred dollars to enter the hotel room to engage in sexual activities yeah that's it so somebody rolled on him basically charging documents also say a tsa investigator told police that in 2009 a very similar complaint concerning livingston was placed on record with the tsa complaint alleged that Livingston was operating a prostitution ring and charging individuals $25 for sexual acts. TSA spokes bureaucrat had no immediate explanation as to what, if anything, the agency did about the earlier complaint. Bryant Livingston is facing five prostitution-related char- related charges, and his attorney declined to comment. He's been released on uh, his own recognizance, facing trial in May. In Maryland, a person convicted of prostitution can this, face up to a year in jail. This isn't, uh, you know, prostitution in the sort of the normal sense. You know, I've got a girl, you can pay money to, you know, uh, spend some time with her or whatever it is that they do. This is a, you know, pay to come to my party. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a different thing. I imagine the women are coming for free ladies' night, as it were, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that the men are paying. That's just my guess, but... Well, the women are ostensibly prostitutes and are being paid to be there. That's just going to come for free so they can This is a sex. dozen people. That's really not that much money at $25 a piece. It's 100 Okay, now it's 100 No, no, no. But it okay. was 25 No, no, no. no. You know, the, uh, the TSA complaint that was filed on him in 2009 was that he was charging $25 for sexual acts. In this particular incident, when he was arrested, he was allegedly charging $100 to the get somebody— is good. Rates are going up. To get somebody into the room. Well, we don't know if it's the same thing. He might have simply been charging somebody $25 to have a you know lady come and give him a, blow, uh, a BJ. Uh, so you know we don't know what that $25 was for. But yeah, if he's got three women in a room plus him, you got eight more people, eight, eight guys paying 100 bucks a pop. That's an $800 night, 100 and something to the hotel, 150 or something like that to the hotel for the room. And uh, he's going to walk away with uh, you know six. Probably has to give the women of, uh, 100 bucks a pop or something like that. So it's not a whole lot of money no I mean, it's, it's not really really not a whole lot not of a all. lot of money, money at all no you might pay the women less than that i can't he imagine might. much less unless yeah he could be paying them with drugs that's always a possibility with he could pimp. just be there for the party like that's his thing and he just split, gets the money to the women who knows we don't know all the details certainly not but we know that uh, a tsa agent has gone down for running a prostitution ring out of the crown plaza in uh, maryland so you're saying something about how they're stricter when it comes to these government bureaucrats about sex things they get charged with and i think that maybe this has something to do with the fact that the tsa's job is to fill people up and so if word gets out that there's some guy still out there could be on the TSA, who is known to run a prostitution rink, and he's filling up your little kids. I don't know why right. people care if maybe. he's filling up little kids anyway. <laughs> maybe he'll recruit your daughter into his prostitution ring or something like that. Yeah, people do have irrational fears uh, from that perspective. 
So I just wonder if the TSA's job has to do with why he got fired, but I don't know. But it doesn't explain why the cop with the boxer briefs would be fired for mowing his lawn. That sounds like, a, uh, you know, they were suggesting mental illness or something. I, you know, I, I don't know. It's okay. a, if you saw the picture, it's just a guy in his boxer briefs right. mowing the lawn. So, I mean, if this a hot day chose to wear Speedos, you know, I mean, it wouldn't be anything. What? It's a bathing suit. Right. Big deal. Or a pair of tight biking shorts. Uh, I don't it's, know. They it's might not like fabric, either. right? I, I don't know. It's about know. the name along the waistband. I, I don't know. It might but be just it's about the convention. short shorts. It just might be about wearing relatively small pants. That, it's all arbitrary. Just like the true. prostitution thing is arbitrary. When Mark said something about ladies' night, it reminded me of how bars will sometimes do that, where they let women in free and men pay, and then, you know... You kind of find out that a lot of the guys are there to pick up women, and a lot of women are there to get picked up. Well, then, isn't the bar essentially just a middleman for sort of that situation? And then they're charging the men to find the women that they're going to have sex with anyway? And I don't know this guy's scenario, but this is essentially what he can claim. Look, I put together parties. Yeah, People come to the parties and do whatever they do. Okay? That's all that happens. Yeah, the bars are licensed. (laughs) <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. I charge for parties. What's the problem with me charging for parties? So I got no problem with you it. You know, I mean, if he's not promising a specific sexual act then it's for not money, pimping. you know, hey, I just set up parties. The women at the parties tend to be kind of loose. Right. <laughs> you know, whatever. <laughs> toll-free number is 855-453. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Uh, maybe you've been in a situation like this before. Gone to, I'd love uh, to hear the story. Maybe you maybe you've been to one of his parties. One eight five five four fifty three is the toll free number here. You can bring up anything in the remaining moments of Free Talk Live, which are next. We wouldn't be where we are without our amplifiers. Their $3 per month helps us spread Free Talk Live and gets them access to perks at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want, even in these remaining moments here, 855-450-FREE. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that you'll find there, and if you like the show and want to help support Free Talk Live, go to amp.freetalklive.com. AMP stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote, and the idea is a simple one. You can send in 3 bucks a month with any major credit card through PayPal or use Visa or MasterCard right on our website. We'll take that money and, and invest it into the show, getting on more radio stations around the country and bringing new Internet listeners on board as well, exposing new people to the ideas of freedom. Uh, so go to amp.freetalklive.com and get perks like access to the AMP-only call-in lines, AMP-only forum podcast, and more. It makes a big difference for us. Your 3 bucks. That's amp.freetalklive.com. To Jacob, listening to WVTS in Charleston, West Virginia. Hey, Jacob. Hey, how are you guys doing tonight? Super. What's on your mind? Uh, I just had a quick question about what you all were just talking about, the TSA agent. Now, I didn't hear every, uh, everything about what you were talking about, uh, but could what he have been doing uh, maybe qualify as racketeering? The, you're talking about the TSA agent arrested for uh, alleged pimping, uh, where he was running a ho- people were coming up to a hotel room, paying money to get in and then do no, who knows what uh, with some women that were up in that room. Uh, define racketeering. Well, well, from what I understand, it, it, it it's like running an illegal business, and that just kind of sounded like that's what he was doing. Yeah. It, you know, I could be like way, way, way off, but it just. Hmm. 
Yeah, the um, the you know, term racketeering is often you know has to do with it has to do with a conspiracy uh, to commit crimes. Um, so I mean, a business you know is a conspiracy, right? You conspire to do something, and I think that you could call it racketeering, but usually they uh, they reserve that for the bigger fish. Okay. All right. I understand. All right. I appreciate it. You know, I mean, in this case, it seems like the guy's putting together parties. Um, you know, yeah. I, I, I don't yeah. know. I don't know what the guy's doing. I mean, I, you know, I, I couldn't say whether, but I think that you might be able to skim the law. You'd have to have a good attorney, but you might be able to skim yeah. the law in this area if you put together these, uh, um, you know, these parties. There are swingers clubs out there and they charge money for you to get to in get the in. door. Yeah. Whatever goes yeah. on there um, or, you know, what, whatever you meet and go elsewhere to do or, or whatever is it's all up to other people. Um, there have been certainly, you know, there, there have been clubs where sex goes on on premises. People pay to get in. So it's really kind of this gray area. According to Wikipedia, a racket is an illegal business usually run as part of organized crime. Engaging in a racket is racketeering. So, you know, is it an illegal business to charge people money to come into a party if that's indeed what was going on? What would be illegal would be for him to say, if you pay $100, I'll guarantee you'll leave here tonight having sex with a woman. Right. Now, that would be the difference, right? right. Like, I am guarantee you can walk into this hotel room where we are having a party and there are loose women. That's one thing. Another thing entirely that, you know, but if you know what's going on in the party, it also, and, it, and there's money changing hands, because it's legal to have sex, but sure. if there's money changing hands, then, you know, and you know that there's money changing hands for sexual favors, then you get into this gray area again. I don't know that's gray. Jacob, any other thoughts? No, that's it. Thanks for the call, that. man. Appreciate hearing from you. 855-450-FREE, the toll-free number here. Because prostitution, now I'm no lawyer, please, this is not legal advice, but as I understand it, prostitution has to do specifically with paying someone for a specific sex act. If you pay for sex, if it's defined, like when you, uh, if you're, if there's a sting operation, usually if you've ever seen these. Hey baby, you want to go around the world? I I don't know what that means, but uh, if there's some sort of specific determination that, uh, if the girl says I'll do X Y Z for you know thirty dollars and you agree to it, that's it. You don't have to actually go through with the deal. You don't actually have to have the sex in order to be guilty of soliciting a prostitute. Uh, but once the deal's on the table and agreed to, then you've got a prostitution. Up until that point, it's not prostitution. Right. So you could say, hey, you know, I want to pay you some money to go hang out. Right, or, or or escort me tonight as I'm out on the town, and then we'll go back to my ho- hotel room where you can escort me to my hotel room, or whatever. Whatever the escorting yeah. is going on, yeah. Uh, and then there's uh, probably some awkward back and forth while people try to figure out whether or not one another is actually a cop, because each side could, in theory, be Potentially, stinging certainly the other. Potentially, certainly the other one, yeah. Uh, so Nick is in Illinois. Nick, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Allie, and Mark. Hello. Within hey. the past couple of weeks, there has uh, been uh, discussion uh, about and with uh, Helen the Socialist, mm-hmm. and one argument was made, uh, if you believe in something like single-payer health care, uh, then why don't you send more money to the government? If you're glad to pay more in taxes to get more services, why don't you send more money to the government? I asked someone this, and the response I got is that... Uh, if you if you do send more money and they don't have a plan for it, then it's just going to get frittered away. As if it's not going to get frittered away anyway. 
well, but that's the response. Mm, okay. But other responses uh, from my own experience as a former socialist myself is that, um, number one, I felt like if I, if I did it on my own, then it, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's no telling where that money's going to go, and it would just be a drop in the bucket anyway. And number two, uh, I felt like I was in competition with everyone else, and so if everyone who believed in something gave extra money towards it, but nobody else did, then they would be disadvantaging themselves financially compared to the opposition who could spend that same amount of money on things like uh, campaign contributions or who knows what else. So they recognize both those. They recognize that if they give up their money to the government, that it could just be wasted. So a, social, a socialist, it seems to contradict uh, socialist uh, motto, but so they admit that their money could just get wasted and they admit that there are other uses they have for their money that are better than throwing away at the government. But they'd be better at allocating it than the government right. would. And so the only way that they're going to, uh, are the only way that they're going to give them any more money is if they make it the law for everyone to give more money, basically. It has to be institutionalized in order to be properly allocated is, <laughs> I think, generally the answer there. That would be the way to say it, but really what it boils down to is I'm better at allocating someone else's money than they are. I have a good plan. My plan includes your money, and you'll you'll obey right. or, or you'll else. go to prison. Um, I was listening to the uh, the the Daily Show the, uh, the other night, and they were you know talking about these two sides of the stories and making jokes and stuff like this. And one side was saying that it's about freedom, and it really is. If it wasn't about freedom with single payer health care, then why? Or um, in this case, uh, it's the uh, socialized health care. The you know the uh, the what is it called? Mandatory insurance or whatever. Why is the IRS in charge? What's that? I watched part of that skit earlier today, so I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so why is the IRS in charge, right? If it's not force, who considers the IRS to be an agency of something besides force? Mm. Uh, you know, if I mean, that, that part is clear and obvious. Now, one may say that this is fair and this is right, that sick people need treatment, and I get that. I mean, I see they do need treatment. That's, you know, that's, that's sort of the definition of sick. But really, we're all sick. I mean, uh, there's, there's probably some medical thing that, uh, you know, most people would do if they could afford afford it whether or not it's a you know a nose job or you know some kind of uh it's lift. not being sick whatever it's it's some kind of medical use i, I mean, wouldn't call the, that the medical. need for medical attention if you determine you that there's need a need to okay have a you're, nose job. i'm not claiming that you get to define what sick is okay okay these i i'm saying that there are a lot of people that would like, like to have a lot of medical attention if they could get it for free I would call that cosmetic surgery, not Fine. medical attention. But I, I see, see a different definition. But- well, I, I think it's the – okay, so I have this idea of the type of person that supports the socialized health care. And I think that a lot of those people also like to support the idea of like eating healthy and taking care of yourself and all natural stuff. I don't know. Maybe that's just a stereotype. But I think that the idea behind socializing um, – the healthcare is that it'll help a lot of sick people, but they don't look at the per- perverse um, incentives that it gives because now people don't have any reason to watch their health. Yeah, why well, take care of yourself? 
Wait, yes, they do. I mean, uh, when I was a kid, I used to love getting sick because I got to stay home from school. But that doesn't mean that I went out of my way to make myself sick because oh, I, did. I still had to live with my body. I'm, I forced myself to throw up in class one time oh so I could God. not be there. Wow. That was wow. when I was really little. But yeah, there's been I know that that happens. Well, and it's not about being sick. It's uh, more about, you know, feigning illness. Once you institutionalize it and nobody's in responsible for it. I, I mean, you know, I was in prison. We had socialized health care there. I can tell you that sick call was full every single morning, sometimes into the afternoon. Get you out of the, the cell, right? Right. This was the worst uh, medical care you could possibly get. The people <laughs> went. Hey, Nick, thanks for the call. Appreciate hearing from you. And we are out of time for tonight, but that's all right. We do this thing seven nights a week. So you can join us for the live Saturday edition tomorrow night. And, of course, online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. And check out ladiesandkeen.com. Available now, four new songs from Raja Mojo. Raja Mojo. That's R-A-J-A-M-O-J-O. Raja Mojo. today at Amazon, iTunes, Napster, and at a discount at cdbaby.com.